Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Well, 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 here, here, here. No, let me add this to it real quick. It's here's the catch. It's a wide resolution, which means it's a two- 235 by one resolution for the oh that but um it's a crop basically but also here's my question too it's <laughs> like oh we'll get to it after you get the specs now I'll, I'll ask you that well I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll ask you i'll, I'll punch you a question <laughs> it's late I, it's fucking 12 o'clock at night <laughs> I, know, I know i know i've been up since 5 30 <laughs> What's up, Frame Chasers? Welcome to our first ever vlogcast. I am Mark. And I am John. And as you know, John is our host of the regular uh, Chasing the Frame podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are doing our first ever vlogcast, basically. And we want to let you guys know and solemnly tell you, thank you guys. Yes, thank you. Without thank you, you guys. For making yeah, thank you for making this possible. Yes, and you know what? We're you know, Mark. Did you want to hear a fun statistical fact? Ooh, yes, I do. All right, hold on. Give me one second because I just forgot to cue it up when I. Oh, you, you just this. lost it, man. Well, you just did you know? It. Did you know in the in the uh, what was it? January when we started. So it's January, February, March, April, and it's May almost. Well, when this comes out, it'll be May second. This this will be May. Yeah. But we have over six hundred and six plays right now. Oh wow. In in wow. the in the five months, and we have about. I did not know that. You did not wow. know that, right? And <laughs> yeah. I think so far we had one, two, I think thirty, one, two, three, four, seven specials, and about like eighteen or nineteen episodes or whatever it is, and then a few throw in, throwaway episodes that I kind of just did sporadically, kind of like about other shit. But we have like a shit ton of things, man, like that have just popped up, and then, and like I'm pretty like impressed with you know. Uh, having 606 plays at the moment. Like, you know, I, like some people would probably think, uh, you know, that's not a lot. But for me, I think that's a lot. And I think that's a pretty good number for, you know, a guy interviewing people in the film community. And hopefully people are listening. And it just shows that people are listening. And hopefully they're getting inf- good information from it as well. Yeah, I agree. Especially if we're like at, in this case, it's been five months. It has. If we really look at it. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah. And it's just been 
it's been great. It has anything. been like, I'm just surprised that we got a lot of like NAB special type of people. Like yeah. we, we've got like these individuals that were, are pretty well known. Yeah. And they, they accepted uh, your request in this case, because you're the one that requested yeah, the whole I, thing. Again, I reached out to them. I just asked, you know, you know, just on a crapshoot really just to see if they'd answer and like, you know, get back to me. They did. And I had to thank them. Like, again, like I tell them all, I told them all separately individually when I recorded the episode, but I could never stop thanking them. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, I could never stop thanking them. So I thank them again for the upteenth time and it won't be the last time they ever hear that again from me. So thank you guys to all of you guys who are who are my special, like our NAB special, or or our chasing the frame specials that we had uh, in April. Thank you again, Ryan Connolly. Thank you, Rafi Rivero. Thank you, Justin Phillip. Thank you, Vin DeSanti. Uh, thank you. Oh my gosh, Sonny Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of names, man. <laughs> thank you, Cody, Jay Morrell. You know, just again, thank you guys for all you guys did for you know allowing me to do this with you guys so again thank you yeah it's it's been great it's been it it's been i will say it's kind of stressful like the yeah. like yeah, getting all of these done as at a orderly fashion but i would yeah. say it's so worth it yeah, no i'm not gonna lie I'll be, like i said i'm always transparent on this podcast but i've been fucking lazy as shit to do may's fucking podcast episodes to be honest because i've been so <laughs> i'm so burnt out. i feel burnt out at the moment that i just needed a break for myself to like relax for a second to like stop like and there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> no there's if nothing anything, there's nothing like, wrong with we, that we should have like a balance between work and yeah and you know pleasure yeah no definitely but i just want to be ahead like it sucks because i want to be ahead of the game at the same time as yeah. not behind it so i still got like doing six like six fucking episodes and like <laughs> the fucking three days we did right. just no, I get all that you. shit. Like I just feel like mentally and physically exhausted. It's only been like a week since it's been aired too. And like, yeah. Said, and I think yeah. you, I think it was like this one day you like texted me and you were like saying, dude, like coming up with all these, uh, with all these posts and yeah, different ways just, of saying things. I, I hate for, like, the social posts. media. I fucking hate writing social media posts. Like I would love to have I a social media too. person. Can like, if anyone's listening to this and they know someone in social media and they want to do this for free right now, please reach out to me because I would love your help. <laughs> <laughs> like that, the gods on the street. Yeah, it would be great to have a, a dedicated social media. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. It's social like media a, manager, social media, oh, something manager, or other. Okay. I think so. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of terms for it. Right, right. Anything that deals with basically social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if there's somebody that can help us with this, it would be such a a, a godsend right even, now. Even just like teaching us, um, like better ways of doing it. Better like ways of doing it, and like you know, because like the thing is too, like we should have a chasing the frame Twitter. We should have a chasing the frame Instagram. Like. I'm just so like overwhelmed with my actual job and th- doing these uh, yeah. things yeah. that I'm I'm relegating these the second second those things the second like place in my heart like you know what I mean even the YouTube like I don't I, we don't touch that that much as we should you know so it's all yeah. about the podcast and and I'm not gonna lie I'm lacking it on uh, otaku as well <laughs> yeah I mean it's 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 just we we you know we again we we recorded over fifty fucking episodes. And we have like fifty fucking two, almost fifty two weeks, in a whole year of of episodes to go through, and it's just like 
pounding out a two hour conversation with someone. It's a two man, it's a two man team. And we don't like, we don't work in the same place for this. We just work separately in our own homes. And it is a COVID thing going on right now. So we're socially distant right. from each other. And on top of that too, I guess that's why we, we're not even doing our own version yeah. of this vlogcast. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It, it, we did come up with a name as you know, when we start, when we started this episode Yeah, and it, you, you wouldn't believe how, what what the type of names or like what we were trying to come up with pod log this. uh cast newsletter cast log a newsletter we had like well i want to make it a monthly newsletter in general to people but i still don't even know how to fucking do that shit yet so i got still i'm still researching that which is barely anything right. so that would be a while before we get into that whole fucking ball of wax <laughs> like, ball of wax you heard that <laughs> ball of wax yeah no yeah you're, you're right it's 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 uh it, it's kind of it's it's a starting point. It's it, a blueprint. It is. It's a starting point. It's a blueprint. I'm I'm happy to be on this journey with you as well, Mark. And yeah. you know, to I I put a goal. I, I'll tell you guys this now too. Like I put a transparent goal. Um, again, transparency is the number one key in this whole thing for us. Uh, for like how many plays I want, I want in the first year alone. And I know it's, it's a low number, but 1500 is like the goal I want to hit this year. Holy shit! I didn't what, even know that. Which, which isn't it, honestly, we're we're about almost halfway there. If you want to really think, if you oh, if wow. you really break it down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're like, right. If, yeah, we're almost like, there. My whole thing was like I wanted to get a hundred like a hundred plays a month. Like mm-hmm. that would be that's because it's four. We if if we get twenty five people to listen to each episode, you know, and four episodes are coming out a month. Shit, we can hit twelve hundred in a year. Yeah. Right. So right. why not aim for 1500? See if we do well on 1500. And if we hit yeah, 1200, that's from you guys. Yeah. So and that's from you guys too. And that helps. But us I know grow. you guys want to hear us about talk about, I don't think you guys want to hear us about talking about numbers and no, stuff no, no. like that. I just want yeah. to, I just want to be <laughs> transparent. I like to, I think, I think, I think people should know at least what we're, cause I, I saw a post today from some guy, Anthony Pompliano, who's, um, who is a guy I follow on Twitter, who's a big Bitcoin guy and he has a podcast and he, and he was talking about his numbers and his downloads and stuff like that. So I thought, Hey, let the guys, let the, let the people who are listening to this know, Hey, you know what we, we have, we're getting, we're slowly getting traction and you know, it, we can't do that without you guys who are listening. So I, that's why I wanted to, I brought that up and I just want to thank you guys for listening again. Oh yeah. I mentioned that in the beginning. And as well, I want to point out before we get into this too, we have to thank Artlist for being, uh, you know, our affiliate sponsor or affiliate partner. Um, you know, Artlist is basically the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, it's impossible to find <laughs> music. Like it's a pain in the ass to look search for music, but Artlist has new music every day. And you get unlimited downloads of music. And basically, if you sign up in our link in the description below, you get basically, I think, a year. At a, you sign up for a year and you get two extra, you get two free months. Three. Two, two free extra, months. Yeah, right two here. free months. Two. So yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Do Agreed. it right now. Do it, honestly, right now, this second. And guess what helps us as well. And also yes. on top of that too, to finish it off uh, this month, guys, I'm going to tell you who's going to be up. So next week we have Stefan Newman. Uh, the week after that, we have Nicholas Grant on the 13th. That's on the 13th of May. On the 20th of May, we have Daryl Ferrara. Uh, and on, on the 27th of uh, May, we have Dan Worthington. And that's our May release schedule. Yep. And also... And, uh- Last bit of news. Okay. I'm sorry I took this over for a second, Mark. Uh, if you haven't listened to our new episode that dropped yesterday, that's my cousin, my first cousin once removed. You listen to it. She's awesome. She's a wonderful person. 
So check that. By the way, guys, out. let me know how that sounds. It's it's kind of different. So a little bit different. Trying something new, you know. Been working on the. I basically work on the sound for the podcast. So let me know. Yes. Email and us. And then one more. Yeah, email us. Please throw some someone. Throw some things. You know. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? You know what? You know what? Would be more appreciative. What would be more appreciative? We do have a. We do have a Patreon. Oh, well, that we don't really use, but if it's a lot easier to go to uh, paypal.me slash CTF podcast. Do that. <laughs> that's a lot easier than Patreon, because guess what? Right, you, don't, okay. you don't need to pay monthly. You're going to pay one time. Like, if you want to pay a dollar, guess what? You don't have to pay monthly a dollar or two dollars, whatever it is. You pay one time. You're like, I'm happy with this. Fuck them. I paid. I did uh, my due diligence. <laughs> like, Well, no, I'll just say this, that... Uh, but it, it's greatly it, it just helps us a lot guys. Yeah, it does. and it keeps us like motivated and and shows us that um you guys really like what we're doing we're not saying like go ahead and do that you can even like just put like one cent or something like that it's just it's just like just stating that yeah. you guys um support us in any way but you know it also would be even helpful more helpful than that mark sharing this if you guys share yeah. the shit out of this podcast dude like one person sharing this podcast means a lot more than no people sharing this podcast or liking it commenting it reviewing it whatever you need to do to get the word out because this that's that's the most important thing honestly too is the traction right i mean but it's nice enough <laughs> enough of all this let's get to the main part let's get so to it. if you guys don't know this is basically our vlog cast this yes. is going to be a monthly podcast with just john and i maybe carlos if we can get him on and if he's available because he's also a part of chasing the frame as he well is. um i did reach out to him actually anything, yeah <laughs> if anything uh it's basically just us being real with you guys being letting you know about like what we're doing what's uh how this how this certain month has been for us how what what are the new things that are happening this month? Mm -hmm. Maybe something like filmmaking related that happened. Maybe it's something that has to deal with chasing the frame itself, like in behind the scenes, or or maybe you just want to hear about our what what crazy stuff happened to us this month, you know? Basically, it's the highlights of our chasing the frame lifestyle. <laughs> highlight real. Highlight, highlight real highlights. The real wow. highlights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No shadows here. <laughs> yes. Hashtag frame chaser, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, so we're going to get right down to it. So today we're going to be talking about, and I'll be hosting this one today. Mm -hmm. Um, Today we're going to be talking about, in episode one, all the crazy camera like announcements. So segue from our NAB week. Basically, this was supposed to be the NAB month. <laughs> Yeah, but it or, didn't happen, of course. <laughs> the NAB month with a shit ton of uh, awesome see in person. Oh my god, these things are new! But we got right. we got virtual uh, events instead. Yes, which I mean, it's not bad. No, I not think bad. it's cool that they still did that, and, yeah. and because we kind of missed out. It's true, we did. We did. Yeah, I, but I'm happy with it. I'm cool with what what was released and what was uh, explained or whatever, but I, I wasn't really. I if, if we can segue into this, I wasn't really happy with Sony's announcements today, <laughs> to be honest. 
Oh yeah, so we're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> Can we start with that, please? Because that's like there's, the shortest thing ever. <laughs> the, I've, I've actually seen a few things about that. Uh, really, there, there are a few people that say things about that as well. Oh, uh, we'll get into that. Oh my but, god, uh, I can't wait because I have some. I yeah. have some funny things. I have. To, I, can I just throw this out there to all the A7S3 fanboys? Oh, you guys <laughs> oh, got no, 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 no. again. No, 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 not yet. We'll go I'm to sorry, Sony. I'm we'll sorry. go to Sony one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that Sony one. We'll we'll explain exactly what is going on. <laughs> sorry, I'm, this I'm, is. Uh, I'm really excited no, no, about that. I'm I, giddy I'm, too, I've, dude. I've waited all day to say that. Right? No. I know. I I feel your pain. This is. I'm not even painful about it. It's about the. I'll, I will explain. No, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I'll explain later. Okay. Okay. So um, let's get into the nitty gritty of this. So th- this is one of the coolest things about this podcast as well, is we don't get to talk a lot about like technical stuff. We don't get to talk about gear enough uh, like on, because if you notice chasing the frame is all about the guest, the guest is what it's about. And John does an exceptional job, by the way, of talking to his guest. Oh, thank Good you. <laughs> no problem, man. Um, I, I always love to butter you up, you know, <laughs> put me on a roll then. <laughs> oh, no, I'll bake you too. No. Anyway. So, um, with that in mind, this is more about like us being more free about what we say about our, our like passions in this case, because we don't get to talk about like our favorite gear. We don't get to talk about like our, our, what we're most passionate about or what we like the most. We might even talk about movies in this case, but right now we're going to talk about cameras. This is an amazing month of camera announcements. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And we got a lot, including some stuff you probably never heard about, but you probably, and stuff you heard about, of course. So I think we're going to start this off by stating one of our favorite companies, Canon. Okay. So, so first off, let's talk about the two major cameras that were announced. One oh. is the EOS R5, mm-hmm. and then the other is, of course, your favorite, the C300 Mark III. Yes, and did you know, fun fact, I think they're releasing the uh, EOS R6 uh, too as well next month, or they're talking about it? What the fuck? Yeah, I saw something. Okay, about, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's something I saw on the on the, on a website real quick. But I didn't know how true it was. So I I didn't uh <laughs> I didn't I'm like I don't trust it. Hmm. Could be a rumor, but we'll go by we'll go by like what we know for sure is coming out in this case. So we know that the C three hundred Mark III and the EOS R five are going to be released this year. In this case, I think the Mark III is coming out earlier, right? Like it's uh, I see I know pre about to come out. Pre-orders are happening right now on uh, B&H. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, we don't we, we don't know for sure when it's releasing, but I, we do know that we are excited for end it. End of June 2020 is what it's saying on B&H. Oh, okay, so next month. Wow. Yep. Okay. Okay, yep, yep. well, that's there you go. Um, So let's start with... um, Let's start with the cinema camera real quick. Okay. So we're going to start with the true cinema camera in this case, our true uh, endeavor or probably what we like the most because yeah. we are filmmakers. That's the main thing. We are cinema. Filmmakers. More than hybrid lovers. Hybrid but lo- we'll get to that. We'll hybrid to the lovers sounds really fucking weird, by the way. 
I mean, I'm just saying like these hybrid cameras are those are pretty awesome for what they are. It you sounds got like it. a bad misfit song. Hybrid oh, lovers. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, I could have went casualties with that too, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's talk about, let me just uh, put out the specs real quick. So this new C300 Mark three, that's, that's uh, sporting a Super 35 dual gain sensor Boom. that's in 16 stops uh, of dy high dynamic range. So what's cool about this fact alone is that when they mean by high dynamic range, it's that new HDR, uh, uh, that new HDR uh, codec that they're mm -hmm. doing because they did explain HDR back in uh, early Na uh, NAB days where it was like, I think when they first uh, distributed 4K as yeah. the newest thing and i think that was back in 2013 I, I think too mark just to give you a heads up on two uh two things about that one the 16 stops is only in c-log 2 well i mean yeah that's where i was gonna get to okay and then uh yeah to the hdr thing i just saw i was watching some videos about the c200 and they're like shooting in 4k uh the i'm sorry not 4k raw it's just the raw light and i think that's hdr in a sense, because yeah. they're talking about like how, yeah, that's going to be like that's an HDR image or some shit like that. They're saying because yeah. that, that and, shoots and HDR. you can also unlock it in Automos recorders as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So um, HDR basically is not what it was like in 2013 because that's when they first uh, showed off HDR. This is a different type of HDR. It's new HDR that's a recording codec in, in for HDR that's available on newer cameras. Like, I think it first started with the GH5, actually. The GH5 was one of the first cameras that had the new HDR uh, codec. And then, of course, now newer cameras have it. But um, the 16 stops, like uh, like John was saying, is off of uh, C-Log2. In this case, off of raw light. So that's basically you're going to get... If you don't know what... Uh, just to let you guys know, if you don't know what log is, it's basically... Uh, it's 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 basically log... Uh, the definition of it, I believe, is logarithmic patterns or something like that. Something like that. But it's supposed to give you the flattest image possible, which makes everything look neutral gray in the image, but it's also able to let you fill in more of the highlights and the shadows in the image and actually... Uh, compress it down or open it up more for your, a way to see those uh, areas you can't see normally on the sensor. Mm -hmm. So that's what log does. So it makes it easier to color grade and it makes it easier to mess with the luminance values when you're doing uh, post-production work. So that's what's cool. 16 stops is really high, by the way, guys. It's uh, If you ever see like red cameras... They're at 16 to 18 stops usually. It depends. But they that's pretty much the image you're gonna get. So it's that it's that amazing in that case. Um now dual gain, the dual gain uh sensor that they're doing is very interesting. So it's basically like the old uh, uh, the old uh, sensor that they used to do. I think it's like a a double uh pixelated version of it. Like I think they put like two uh, two um, components of it together. Now, don't quote me on that. I just know that uh, I just know like uh, of some some things that were mentioned about that. 
but it's supposed to let you uh, do all these extra stuff, you know, like uh, like get that 16 stops and all that. So, and I think it's supposed to accommodate for that new IBIS as well. Old, uh, and hold on, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, okay. It's essentially well, well, similar to the Ari, by the way, with the Alexa. The dual gain sensor architect has been used by Ari in the ALEV3 sensors for more than 10 years. Then uh, the sensor it, the DGO sensor process produces images optimized for HDR by creating two images, one prioritizes highlights and the other prioritizes shadows and dark areas. Ken goes on to say that the new sensor is capable. Yep, sixteen HDR. Uh, and also they're saying noise is also claimed to be greatly reduced because DGO. I'm going to call it that dual gain output signal is taken directly from the sensor before any image processing takes place. Oh uh, wow! So it takes like a, a raw image. Yeah. And then on it top of that, after. it's different than... I remember watching a video. Uh, I think I sent it to you, too. But the guy said, basically, DGO and dual ISO natives are two different things. So they're not they're not the same thing. Okay. Interesting. That's that's interesting, because... So you're just taking gonna, oh, the raw... Yeah. You're taking the raw luminance values. You're taking the raw image itself before it goes into processing. But then the processing would take that dual native oh interesting if you mm. think of it scientifically so in, in a sense it's just taking the two like, it's just taking two of them and one's gonna be overexposed one's gonna be underexposed one's and gonna then, be, yeah. boom, then they put it together and it composites it, it. creates like a yeah a, 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 it's, a more balanced it, image in overall a sense, because it takes the best out of both of them doing it like re, I mean I have to read more into this but like just from a guesstimate point it's kind of it reminds me of HDRX with you and find on the red I don't know if they have that still, but that was what the red used to do with HDRX. I'm not sure. <laughs> which H- uh, HDRX was like basically doing a high high dynamic range in a red camera, where which you is go- different from these new HDRs. Yeah, by yeah. The way. But that's an old that's yeah. an older system. I mean, it's seeming like it's kind of like the well, I don't know if it's an older system because they're using the same system as an R R Alexis, which has been in the system for ten years. Right. No. 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 But I mean, like for the new technology that they use, because if 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 you guys know on TVs, like on TVs, on on some monitors out there, the HDR is known to the consumer, like with using HDR10 codec. The thing is, these the older HDR that we're mentioning has no relation to that HDR10 codec. It's just pretty much a a way to um to balance the images. Uh, with what he was, what he's talking about, mm-hmm. what, what we, what I mean by the HDR that they're saying on these newer cameras, HDR is a new codec that's able to be used with post processing in a certain way to distribute that new quality to like Netflix or or to Amazon because like they can unlock yeah. on those platforms for 4K and HDR or Dolby Vision as well. Mm-hmm. So those are different things. Just to let you guys know. Mm-hmm. so yeah um but moving on to the specs sorry <laughs> um next one is of course electronic image stabilization so it's pretty much a, another version most people know it as ibis in this case um but i believe electronic image stabilization is different though and i it's basically eis um they use it on their uh eos r cameras um, and basically what it does is it's an electrical uh, way of uh, of balancing an image after shakes and stuff. 
which is different from IBIS because IBIS is actually a sensor that's put on a spring, I believe, and moves around, but it stays stable because of that spring that keeps it together. While electronic image stabilization is, uh, it just stays in one place, but it's using the digital sensor to be able to distribute it. That's why there's a huge crop, if you notice, in uh, in the 4K off of uh, the EOS R when you're doing 4K because of that. So, a little bit of that. <laughs> um, the C300 Mark III will also have proxy recording. So, outside of its recording standard, it's going to have an extra files that you, if you want to do it that way, to give you like proxy files to work with in your NLE, of course. Um, dual CFast, or I'm sorry, dual CF Express card slots and an extra SD port. So basically the SD port will have the proxy recordings. The, S the CF uh, Express is the one where you can actually record raw light into it. In this case, you'll have dual slots for it, so you can actually put two cards if you want. So you can get two 256 uh, gig cards in there if you want to. I think I saw something that the if you buy the C300 off um, B&H, you get a 512 gigabyte card with it for free. Yeah, it's just so... Oh, okay, that's cool. Most of the time, though, those are really expensive. I'll let you guys know that. CF Express cards are not cheap, so keep that in mind. Well, they're also the newest, like, uh, right. thing, too. Yeah, which I'm going to get to why I don't like CF Express because of that pricing, because there are better alternatives out there, and I kind of have a problem with some of these cameras not utilizing some of those cheaper alternatives, but I'll get to that. Um. Now, Canon Log 2 and 3 are available with this as well. Um, so let's talk. And then here is the newest part. This is the newest, coolest part of this freaking camera that no other freaking... Uh, um, I don't know if the C500 does it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Never mind. It doesn't. But this is insane, guys. Now, you've heard of cameras that can do... There's like little tiny like there's like very few amount of cameras that can actually do this feature. And basically it's 4k at 120 P. So, uh, that that's, that's like, uh, only like three or four cameras can do that right now. And some of them are expensive just to let you know, but what's freaking cool about this camera that makes it so much different than the others is that in this super 35 sensor that they have, they utilize the full sensor size, which is called open gate. And you can basically record 4K 120 frames in open gate with raw light. That alone is something we've never seen before. And it's pretty exciting, if I were to say. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if you agree, John, but that's fucking cool. I mean, that is pretty fucking cool. I mean, but I mean, open gate is more of a full frame thing, though. Wouldn't it be uh, just the super? No, open sensor? gate, open gate is full sensor is what it means. Oh, utilizing okay. the full, the oh, makes, whole sensor. Gotcha. I mean, it's kind of funny because it's like a fucking super 35 sensor that they're using the whole thing already to fucking film. Yeah, it's <laughs> just that the only. OK, if you guys don't know, basically, when it's not open gate, like, for instance, let me give you an example. The Zcam E2 is one of the other cameras that can do 4K 120p or even 160p. Problem with it is it crops within its sensor already. 
remember, it's a micro four third sensor. So it's a super 16 uh, looking sensor. So it even crops more to even like maybe a super, a super eight sensor in that case from that 4K 120. Unless if you put a Metabone speed booster, then it becomes a super 35, but then you're cropping in again. So that's the difference right there because you're going off a of super 35 and you're using the full utilization of that super 35 to do that 120 frames. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it amazing right there. And on top of that, you get raw light with it. That's another thing that's almost impossible because these other ones have to use H.264. That's very true. Or, or use yeah. an external recorder, I believe, right? No, you can't even unlock it with external oh, recorders. No. Well, then. It's only up to 60 frames, usually. I guess someone wants, I guess some people should buy a C300 instead. I mean, but that's that's the thing. That's that's probably the only biggest thing that's going for it. Mm -hmm. the, the, but and I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. It, but it's something that you don't need all the time, unless if you do like constant slow motion shots oh, yeah. for all of your stuff. And and don't forget too, for the broadcasters out there, it's doing AXF ABC at H.264 in ten bit for once. Finally, instead of eight bit, like usually they fuck you over. Yeah, I'm just still not a fan of well, H.264. Well, you're not you're not a broadcaster, so it doesn't concern you in that regard. Yeah, broadcasting, because yeah, we're they're not using fucking like ProRes or anything of that nature, or fucking even cinema raw light or yeah for that shit. Because yeah. that'd be fucking a consumer of data. And even still, like raw light is still like. Um, something that not many people are used to either. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's still. I mean, it's it's it it. it there needs to be more videos about it online. To be honest, I, like I I'm, I always look up editing videos of like the C two hundred four K raw, just to see what the editing is like. And no one like I feel like no one has videos like it's like oh this is how you color correct with the C three two hundred and raw. I'm like I don't give a fuck about that right now. I want to know what the whole process is. I want to see it. I want to see from start to finish. You know how I feel about raw. I think. Most people like use raw. Like if we were to put it in practical terms, raw is mostly used in like Hollywood. Like, well, yeah, almost, almost, or, or like almost you know, every Hollywood film uses it because you know it's it's Hollywood or very high end yeah. commercials. Yeah, or very very high end commercials. Yeah, yeah. But that you're talking about like Super Bowl and shit well, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, but uh, I will say this about raw. That's really cool. It's starting to become a norm in the masses. So it's mm -hmm. available to more people because of how cheap it got. It used to be really expensive to get these uh, specs, but now it's getting really cheap. Like, literally, we're, we're going to get to it. We'll, we'll talk more about it. But basically, let me get on with the specs. So another thing it's able to do is a hundred. Uh, 180p in 2K, and but it's cropped. Mm -hmm. So there's the other thing. If you wanted 180p, you're you're cropped again yeah. in 2K. So it's even now you're at a lower resolution and it's cropped. Hey, <laughs> do you know if it's cropped at 2K if you just want to shoot like 24p instead? I mean, no, that it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't crop because this is just a special thing for that okay. one frame rate. Gotcha. That's what that's what it's stating. That it, it happens in a lot of cameras. Yeah, because I know most also, cameras. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say some. I think some cameras also just like crop in if you go down like uh like I think yeah. Yeah, just in general, if you're gonna Most shoot 24, do, yeah. yeah, if you're just gonna shoot 24p in like 2k, it'll just crop in as well. It's it's a common thing for cameras. That's yeah. why I'm like, that's why I was like, the open gate is something new. That's something you don't normally see. 
That's that's incredibly rare. That's why I said like the, the thing is, guys, if you don't know about like the, what the normal cameras have, if they have high frame rates, they usually crop it. It's always cropped most of the time. Like like it's almost always cropped is what I'm saying. So if you always see a camera and it goes, whoa, you get 120 frames? What? You get 180? It's going to be cropped mm -hmm. heavily, heavily cropped. So that's the thing. And that, that's why I was so excited about explaining that this 120p off the C300 Mark III is open gate yeah. in raw light. Yep. That's like a double combination of wow. And a lot right of people here. are shooting past 120 frames also, which is like. like well, I mean, it's for it's for slow-mo that's well, all no, i know for slow-mo but like a lot of people are shooting at 120 like that's that's the yeah I mean, that's what the common i think the common you know slow -mo yeah. thing is except 60 60 or 120 it looks sexy i'm not gonna it does. <laughs> it's all that sexy extra smoothness <laughs> uh, hopefully, anyway uh, hopefully it's not a soft image because i know the c200 um had some image softness if that also shooting. depends on your lens too though. no they were saying just because it crops in on that one um they, it there's a little bit of softness on it in general. I mean, this isn't a crop anymore. That's well, the cool. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just wondering if they got rid of that issue because of the slow mo. I don't know. I'm just wondering, or maybe in the sensor yeah, mode, if you maybe, do maybe 180, will, I don't know. Will it uh, do that? And it's a new sensor, so yeah. we might never know. It could be high tech tech that changes that. So, yeah, we yeah. we don't know. We haven't seen it, so we don't know. There's no, it. there's really not much footage out there. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Next part is it will record raw light, of course. Um, like uh, John was saying, AVC it it does AVC H.264, mm -hmm. uh, which is like its its normal codec that's used for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, it's long GOP. If you don't know what that means, it means that it can f forever record. <laughs> there's no there's no recording limit, basically. No thirty um, minutes. But yes, he is right. It is. Finally, it's an H.264, though, off of a Canon camera of that stature to have 422.10-bit, mm -hmm. which, honestly, I will say this about Canon. They are kind of late to that game. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not it's not a bad thing. At least they finally listened. Mm -hmm. um, so the monitor will support custom LUTs, finally. Yes. So that's cool. Yes, it is. Um, uh, it will have dual-pixel autofocus on all of these modes, by the way. With phase detection yeah. AF. Yeah, that's that's really that's yes, it does. Yes, um, which is cool as hell, guys, because if you don't guys don't know, uh, Canon is the top end for uh, autofocus. They are uh, the dual the dual pixel is on another level. It always tracks properly. And uh, I've, I've always seen videos of it. I've never seen anybody say anything bad about it. It's almost close to flawless. So. It's uh, it's crazy how Canon can come up with a technology that can do that, and it still beats other cameras out there. But so there, that's available. It will have 12G uh, SDI outputs, and uh, also along with timecode. Um, and uh, a new thing is it's going to support up to four channels of audio. So if you want to do XLR connections, uh, if you want, it, it will. They will also release a, an expansion mm -hmm. unit for it uh, for the extra two uh, XLR ports if you wanted it oh and don't forget this i don't know if you're gonna say it but it's modular design and like the same shit that you can use for a c300 mark two three i mean you can use for a c500 mark two as well yeah yeah it's like the c it, it's it's almost close to the same look as the yeah. c500 mark two yeah we have, so. I, I think a little smaller 
No, I mean it's the same design. Oh, look. okay. The look of it, the aesthetic uh, outlook yeah. of it. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but what I'll say about that XLR thing, I'm going to say this properly to you guys. I wouldn't. I, I get that these cameras do have great XLR connections and all that, but I will still say that it's always common practice to use an external recorder right off the bat. Maybe like you could jerry rig it to uh, to go through the camera from the recorder, for instance. Like you can go straight to the recorder, take the outputs of the recorder, and put it straight into the camera as well. So just to kit in case you need a, you have a backup, you know. So I would I would probably go with that practice if anything because i don't personally i don't trust uh camera uh sound recorders in general there's always syncing issues there's always like stuff that happens and i i just trust more of the records because i mean external devices are meant to do that purpose that main purpose without having to do hybrid stuff at the same time that's the only reason why i state that well i mean Again, going back to broadcast, if broadcasters are using this, they, you know, it has to be a run gun situation. They're not using two different fucking audio recorders to do that, too. Yeah, I mean, it is their own. It, I mean, it depends like, on the, it depends on your situation. Yeah, but like as an audio engineer, I would really state, please try to record externally as well. <laughs> it's very important. It will save your life. But let's will it really save your life. Will it really save your actual life when you're dying in the streets of Baghdad. No, well, if you're concerned about that at that point, uh, you you should you should really assess your situation because <laughs> you're in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking working for Vice. You're just like in the streets of like some like you know crazy world country right now, and like or in the Middle <laughs> it's East. It's you or the camera. Which yeah. one will you pick? <laughs> your decision. Your choice is made. <laughs> um. So, uh, okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about like five minutes about this. Okay. So, um, what what do you think about the C three hundred? I I like it. I I like um, I like I like I like the C series in general. Mm-hmm. I think this is a nice you know modular design. It's it's. You know, I, I just like I just enjoy it because it's gonna be a workhorse. Like it's it's not, it, you would have a good seven years with this camera, and you're you're fucking like ready for a new camera. It's like having a Mac for like seven years and having the work working your ass off with it and putting it to the paces. This thing will like do its business. Not seven years, but like you know, a good you get a good five years out of this camera before you 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 want upgrade or some shit like that. You know what I mean? No, I got you. Yeah. Like it, it's gonna be a great camera. It's gonna do great documentary work. I think it's gonna be a great, like you know, even short narrative, anything of that nature. Not like high end Hollywood movies, maybe, but like more independent right. films because it is for 10k or 11k, whatever it is. It's not a bad price point, and it competes with the FX9, which is Sony's thing. We'll, we'll talk about later. Um, I think overall, it's gonna do a lot better. It I mean. With- more than just that, I'll that? say that. What? It, it competes with more than just that. Oh yeah, you know it definitely does, and I think it's a nice, it's a nice price range again. It, uh, I mean, kind of weird. Can kind of cannibalizes like their shit because like we released the C five hundred Mark two and it's fifteen thousand. It's like, and now we released the C three hundred Mark three and it's only ten thousand. It's like, you know, like I can just save up five thousand dollars more and just buy the C five hundred Mark two, but 
then again, in reality, I'd rather probably buy the C300 because if it's 10,000, I can save another 5,000 of buying accessories and shit. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like things that uh, matter more than just the extra yeah. needed stuff or the, the but, wanting. But this know? is the problem. The, the can's going to come out like, you know, six months from now, a year from now, and they're going to bring out like the C200 Mark II, and it's going to be in that $5,000 price point. You know what I mean? And then it's like, We'll get to that because there's other things we also well, have to. No, I know, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying, too. I'm just saying in general, you know. Yeah. And here's the thing, I'll say this. In terms, I like it too. Yeah. I, I like the camera. I love I, the best thing about this camera that I could say that really stands out, mm-hmm. uh, out of the most, like in terms of like specs. Mm-hmm. What really stands out is that 4K 120P open gate with raw that stands out to me i agree but i think the dual gain output stands out to me way more than no 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 the only reason why i say that is because well i think that this 4k 120 is more significant is because we've seen other companies Mm -hmm. that do their own types of sensors that's the thing the only thing that makes this really really stand out compared to the competition is what i'm saying to the competition out there that makes it stand out and don't doesn't seem appealing overall versus another thing. The only thing that makes this camera besides it's, 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 um, it's color science. That's the other one. It's color science is, is the second one I would say is most appealing, Mm -hmm. but the only thing that really completely competes compared to other cameras out there, because there are other cameras that have, as much and even some better features, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, than this camera. And the fact that this has 4K 120p open gate, which is unheard of, that's the one thing that's one of the one things that is unheard of in that feature alone. And raw at the same time is really unheard of. That's one feature that's like, wow, what the fuck? Like, mm. that is, I didn't think that they would do that. And it's very surprising feature, but I'll say that's still only one major, major feature that's on another level compared to the competition out there. That's the only thing I would say about it, because I'll still say it. And it's it's I know you I know you don't you don't like this fact, dude, but it is a very um, norm. It's it's a norm. It's in the mass as the most popularity kind of thing that super 35 is bringing it down and this is just because the the majority are demanding no super 35 well, at this point they have the then to get the c500 mark too you know what i mean but that but that's what i'm trying to say but you're also looking at another five thousand dollars when there are yeah. other what i'm trying to say is there are other competition com, other competition out there that has better features is what i'm saying oh yeah i mean at a cheaper price range like well what like the fucking uh, oh there's a Z-cam. bunch let me let me let me states <laughs> you ready for this Woo! uh so there's uh panasonic s1h okay there is 
There is the Nikon Z6. But that's a different. This is, is, see, this is a, you're, now you're in a different category. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, no, no. They they still count because no, they, they don't do have these. They're not these, cinema cameras. They're not. They're they're mirrorless. They're hybrid cameras. They're that hybrid still mirrorless. Has they're these mirrorless cameras. They're not. But they're not like what you're gonna be you, going on. You see, but you're trying to state that they're not able to do certain things. No, I'm they not saying that. You're, that. They're different categories, though, Mark. There are different styles of cameras. They're, well, one because one is a cinema camera versus those hybrid cameras that can do those cinema cameras type of stuff as well yes because the cinema cameras are just video okay let me put the f8 and the f6 then yeah you that's fine you can say that i'm saying like if you're going hybrid those are photos and video shooters as well they're not Well, okay let me also put the komodo in there let me also i'm not i'm not saying that you can't put those in there no but that's why i'm trying to make my statement is there are other options Yes. In categories, and I'm still going to say this. Like you're saying, it's cinema cameras. Let's t- let's not talk about category. Mm-hmm. Let's say features alone. That's what I'm getting into. The features. This one feature is the only thing that stands out compared to those other hybrids. Mm-hmm. I still. That's what I'm trying to say. I still don't think. I think everyone's overblowing the fucking full frame thing. As much as people love full frame, full frame's great. I don't know, get me but wrong. that's still that's still the market. That's no, still the demographic. That's be, the demand. Because it's the fucking. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's, I know, and I know you hate it. I don't. Ha- I don't hate it. I just hate the. I mean, I don't like the idea of like people going right, but Super it's still 35, happening. Regardless. No, I know, but that's the funny thing. Super thirty-five millimeter is technically the official film academy fucking yes that's true but that could also be an older thought process too to say like we are in a new generation as well because of the fucking 5d mark ii generation that came well no it's just nowadays there's more no it's because of the 5d mark ii everyone fucking fell in love with that camera because because because, yeah it did that did start yeah that did start the full change but i will say that there are more full frames than anything that now yeah, I'm just saying that we have in the adapt that adaptation of everything overall. Mm-hmm. We're regardless of whether some people don't like it or some people like it, we are at that point where full frame is taking over, mm-hmm. and we have to accept it at some point. Yeah, and it's going to happen, and it's an inevitable thing. Well, look what they did with the C700. They made that uh, fucking Super 35. And they made it full frame. It is <laughs> so, a full frame. What? It is a full frame. It used to be. No, it wasn't always full frame. It was. No, no, but 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 you see what I mean. We're at that point, yeah. though, where everything well, they need, is they need to, to compete that. with that as well too on the higher end spectrum, because which that, is still my they, point. They, you know, I know, I know, but that was a thirty thousand dollar camera. It wasn't full frame. Like I get, I understand the ten thousand dollar not full frame. You don't need to fucking do that if you don't want to, because you have the five thousand dollar more fucking C five hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say overall in general yeah. is that this camera only compared to the competition, and I will still state that the hybrids are still competition yeah. because of features in general. Mm-hmm. Um, this one feature is the only thing that's the very, very different aspect and the, the only thing that's super appealing. That's the only thing I will say about this camera because it's it has electronic electronic stabilization mm-hmm. um cameras have ibis uh there's a lot of cameras that have ibis it has dual cf express and this is why i was explaining uh why i don't like cf express as much um there are cameras that can use usb c to uh portable ssds that are way cheaper 
by the way. Mm -hmm. Or you could do even UHS uh, 2 uh, SD cards that are able to do transfer rates that are as close to an SSD as well. Mm. Uh, so there's that. Um, raw light uh, is with this camera. Um, there are cameras that have ProRes RAW now and that just been released with it. There's like three of them that's uh, that's available now. Well, this instance, will probably have the capability to use ProRes RAW. No, no, but uh, but light, that's uh, that's already RAW. like what? That's already like four uh, features that other cameras have that are at cheaper prices. Oh. Um, but let's also add this H two six four at four two two ten bit. They were late to the game on that. There's that's available. Well, that's Can's fault in general for that shit. That that's yeah. Can's fucking uh, being dumb sometimes. Do, dual pixel autofocus though that is the another that's actually a third thing let me add that third thing in there then that's appealing so dual dual pixel autofocus the 4k 120p open gate that's another uh um uh you know game breaking and then of course it's color science but those two other ones i mentioned though the autofocus and the color science have been there for a long time it's canon's signature thing the the but like I said, one feature that's only available that's different from the rest though it's that 4K 120 still. If you take out those two from being its own Canon thing, you mm -hmm. know, all the other stuff are have been available on other cameras is what I'm trying to state. That's why I say that it only has that one mm. because of that evidence alone. I'm not I mean, in my head. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I mean, like that's that's the thing. I it's still a great camera. Don't get me wrong. I'm I know I'm I know I'm like I seem like I'm ragging on the C three hundred Mark III. Um, well, there's a okay. Let me add a fourth one. Sorry, there's a fourth one that's also appealing. Buttons on the side. There's buttons that you can just easily access stuff. Like you can access your white balance. You can access your ISO. You can white. You can access your iris. You can access your. Uh, Here's the fifth your, one that your fucking other smaller mirrorless cameras don't have. SDI. Yes, SDI. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So I guess there is. Yeah, there's five. And, okay. Oh, here's another one too. What? What? Like Z6 doesn't have internal ND filters. The fucking Atmos doesn't have internal ND filters. Oh, not the Atmos. All right. The yeah, Z but there's doesn't other either. You have to buy it separately. You know. No, I mean, there's other cameras that do though. But in your mirrorless, in. in your mirrorless world, what? In the mirrorless world, no. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. You can buy externals though. Yeah. And they're not expensive either. Is one that's the that's the other thing that's great about well, them. Well, this has two, four, six, eight, and ten stops, and eight and ten are stops are with extensions. <laughs> like so you're you're you have a, you have all range. And if you want decent ones, they are pretty pricey though. ND filters. You don't want to get some cheap ass ones and then realize that you got the wrong ones because your camera has IR pollution in it and you're now, like, Oh shit, we, it's brown. Now we could explain all that. That's true. But I mean these are like compared to that 4K 120 though, that's a major thing compared to those other things. There are Again, a little bit. I think the newly developed Super 35 4K CMOS dual gain output is just as fucking. Yeah, that's a that's a cool thing. Don't get me wrong about it's, that. It's cool, but it's not going to appeal to people. Is what I'm saying as much compared to that 4K 120. I don't know. It's the world of film nerds. It's gonna. It's gonna compare. It's gonna. Because I like hear it. more people talk about that than that, that yeah. sensor. You hear the wrong That's, people who talk about that shit. No, I mean I've seen in multiple articles. That's what I'm saying. Because it's 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 a major big thing. Yeah, I see a lot of things about the dual gain as well. So in articles. I mean, okay. Well, 
regardless, I, I that's that's what I think because of like the common uh uh the common like um comparisons to other cameras out there is what I'm trying to say. Mm. But anyways, let's move on to the EOS R5, which is what I think is the craziest fucking camera I've ever heard of to this date right now. It's wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So um, let's talk about that one next. So the EOS R5 is a full frame camera, uh, just like its previous predecessor, which is the EOS R, which is not going away, by the way. They're still keeping the EOS R. Um, it is going to be the first mirrorless camera ever to have 8K video up to 30p in RAW. It will actually have RAW in it internally. That's up to 30p, though. Just keep that in mind. Not even raw um, light. It's just raw. Like the. Well, it's also able to output raw as well. By the way, yeah, that so it can go this, into. This is a camera audience. that's too good to be true. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it has raw. Um. It has Canon. Uh. It also can record 8K at Canon Log H265 as well, and it can do. And its other mode is also recording 8K in HDR PQ, which is that new HDR10 capability codec. Uh, with H.265 with dual auto with dual pixel autofocus on every single mode, um, and all open gate, no crop. Holy shit! That alone is like what the fuck. So it uses the full full frame. By the way, it uses the whole dimension of that full frame. I have so to, that's. I have to tell you incredible. something. When you're done, when, when you're done giving the specs, because I just found an article that I had, to, I had to like read snippets of this article to you and send it to you after. Does it redcon it or? No, 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 no. I'll, oh, I'll just okay. finish your specs and then I'll I'll tell you what this person said. I was about I was about to say if he redcon it, you got to share that. <laughs> you know, redcon it. Then, then I'll be like redcon it. Like it it basically uh, negates some of that. What I just said. Oh no no no! This is this is basically. Oh, okay. I'll let me read you a headline of this and then I'll, then we'll then we'll continue this. But it says the can EOS EOS R five. Thank you, but no thank you. That's the article. That's the article headline. That's weird. F stoppers. Kind of features. That's weird. Okay. Um. Though I will say this, and this is where this goes back to that C three hundred we just talked about. Okay. Um. This has four K one twenty p as well, but it's cropped. <laughs> like it's it's cropped 4k 120p so that's what i was trying to state before is that the other like i said there are all the other cameras out there right mm -hmm. have 4k 120p but most of them are cropped they're not open gate well this c300 mark 3 does have open gate all the way and raw at the same time but this this goes along with other mirrorless cameras out there where it has 4K. Now, the thing is that's very interesting about this R5 as well. It has 120p cropped. That's that's not in uh, mirrorless cameras at all still. It's available on Z cams. It's available on yeah. on uh, on uh, cinema cameras in general, but not on a mirrorless camera. This so that's still game-breaking on its own, but it's still cropped compared to the C300 Mark III that's not cropped. So it's still impressive nonetheless, but it's, uh, you know. I mean, this camera, like I said, is too good to be true. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the, the battery life on this thing alone is going to be ridiculous. I mean, they confirmed it, though. No, I know that, but I'm saying the battery life on this thing is going to be ridiculously oh, yeah, Like, you better buy I'm a shit ton of batteries too. because, like... 
you'll probably shoot raw for like two seconds and then it's like, oh shit, probably. I gotta I gotta I gotta change my battery, sorry. <laughs> unless unless if you're doing it off of Automos, then you don't have to worry about that. You worry about the recorder itself. Well yeah, you have to recorder about the recorder, but you still have the battery that you have to worry about too. Like it's gonna you know Well the recorder, if you already have a recorder, for instance, if you already have an Automos, you don't even have to worry about it because you already had your own batteries by then. If you don't have uh, enough batteries for that recorder what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, why would you buy a recorder in the first place? <laughs> I mean, it, I, 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 all right, let me read you this article real quick from uh, F Stopper. So I'm going to read segments. So I'm going to send you the article right now through Discord. Well, let me finish this real quick. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll send you so, the article though. Um, so uh, this will have five axis uh, IBIS. So it actually has IBIS this time compared to uh, the EOS R not having IBIS. Uh, the EOS R has electronic uh, image stabilization, uh, just to let you guys know. This actually has 5-axis IBIS like the GH5 does. Um, it will uh, support CF Express and UHS-2 SD card. Um, and it's doing this new thing that's not in any of their cameras, by the way. You ready for this, John? I've never heard of this because this is new. Do it. It will support a new cloud storage connection system for new workflows. Interesting. So it's going to have its own cloud system where you can connect to other uh, Canon-based related cameras as well. That will issue, it will be one of the first cameras that uses this new system. I think it's going to be um, updated to the new uh, cinema cameras as well, but it's going to come out first on the R5 because I think that they are really pushing the advertisement for this R5 as the main camera that they're going to sell the most because of its price range, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but no one knows and, the price yet. That's the scary thing, too. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's going to be cheaper than the cinema cameras. Well, yeah. So it, that's it, someone, I think someone was guessing like 5000 for it. No, I wouldn't say that. I would probably say, if I were to say, it will be like 3500 to 4000 they they have to go against the S1H because that's the only biggest competitor compared to it. That's the only biggest one in a mirrorless game. Is what I'm saying. Um, well, I but, don't know because uh, you look at the the all the specs that's in it, and you look at like something like the One DX Mark III. That's sixty four hundred dollars. Just right, for the yeah, body but alone. then you look at the S1H, which is four thousand dollars. That has a six K. Which is more than the One DX Mark III. Yeah, but also yeah, six K. It has it has four two two ten bit. It's able to do. Uh, it's able to record in uh in law its own in, in true V log as well. It's able to also do uh five axis IBIS. It's able to um to uh, utilize HDR. Yes. It's able to uh, yeah, put yeah, out yeah. ProRes RAW. You said all well. that, but at the same time, this is Canon. You have to remember, this is fucking Canon, and they overprice shit no, but, all right, the time. But, like, but, they, but a lot of people say that it's going against the S1H. That's, oh, yes. The, because that's oh, just because it's going off the S1H doesn't I mean Canon's not going to overprice it. That, that, that's, also the, that's also what I'm trying yeah. to get. Yeah. See, so, that's the problem, though. So that's, if it does go over that price, uh, S1H looks a little bit more appealing. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing the only thing like uh more canon loyalists will probably go for it because of that dual pixel autofocus at that point that's the only thing <laughs> hold on one second and, I think and AK. um and then okay so and then uh that yeah that's pretty much it let me see your article real quick yeah no way so i'm gonna check this article <sighs> real quick 
while we do this. Sorry, guys. Uh, you can go ahead, John, if you no, want. No, I, I was just—I saw tidbits. someone like post the price of it, and I'm like, no way, that's gonna be the price. That's fucking dirt cheap, then, because someone was saying like with an expected price tag around thirty-five hundred dollars for the EOS R5 <coughs> is by no means a mainstream camera. It'll be professional photographers. So, oh, wait, I'm, so maybe you're right. Thirty-five hundred. Like he's just like putting his opinions about that's. Well, I'm saying it's awesome. an opinion piece. Yeah. I, I, you didn't let me read it though basically i will uh, yeah that's why i'm that's why i'm reading <laughs> right now um when he says the xqr okay so uh the xqd cards let's talk about that real quick and then we'll move on okay xqd uh, cards yes um that is one of the things that probably will uh that's one out of two other uh out of another thing that uh would make the s1h not the ideal price point too because if you look at it uh so the s1h like this is going this is pretty much like a calling against the s1h from panasonic mm -hmm. and the thing is they use xqd cards as their major card reading those cards are as expensive as cf express well, cards. isn't the sqd cards from sony i think so yeah um yeah, but th that's what they use mostly, and they have an SD card slot as well. Yeah, but that's like the one that they're really advertising to use the full power of the S1H and their S1 line in general. So that's that's one thing that's a turn off of that that camera. Another turn off is the lens choices, mm -hmm. the Leica lens choices, the yeah. L mount. It's also that's another thing that's not. Now, to be fair, the RF mount is not that. Um, it's it's not that popular either, but they're starting to make more RF uh, lenses compared to there's not enough L lenses, no L mount lenses. So there's that too. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's there's trade offs. There's always going to be trade offs between yeah, cameras. Yeah. So yeah, regardless, um, let's move on from the R5. I mean, final thoughts about the R5. You you I'll you think wait. it's too good to be true? Of course. I think I think we'll. I'm gonna wait past the whole uh content creators on youtube getting it because they're gonna phrase it i feel like a lot of them and i'd rather just read the reviews from bnh and see what people think i think there. we should just i think we should just rent it to uh, for ourselves sure we can rent it i mean i mean i'm not opposed to it i mean i just want to see what people are saying first too as well i like to get their i like want to see what their hands are are saying about it right. and i again I mean, I, I I'm reading this article too while while you were talking a little bit too as well. Um, I mean the the guy kind of makes some good points though as well. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Like he, you know, he does what I mean, make some good points. Like, it, but if, I do I do think it's more of a rant than anything. <laughs> I mean, it's a rant, but also too like I mean, honestly, if the R five the let's say the R five the R five shooting eight K right again, no one is as an eight K display to own, and people are still. Having 1080p. That's not the point. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm not getting. I'm not, let me get to my point though, real quick. My point okay. is, I don't need to get the R5 today. You know what I mean? I don't need it right mm -hmm. away. I can wait two right, years down right. the road. You know what I mean? You're I'll right. be I'll be cool with that. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, like, yeah, and even still, let's let's put this out there too. Like honestly, guys, you don't need all these higher than 4K stuff. You could get like most cameras nowadays are 4K at this point. Like you could get a regular 4K camera. You're fine. 
just work on your lighting more. That's it. Like, if anything, work on your lighting. That will fix mostly everything. All these, uh, all these extra 6K, 8K, all that. It's it's really for like if you really need it, and it's for mostly very very high end professionals. Yes. Also, it's not necessarily for what we for what normal people use it for. Also, too, I mean, if your clients are you're shooting for clients, you don't need to shoot 8K for your clients. It's, I mean, unless it's higher end, yeah. But like, if you're small, shooting for smaller clients, like, where's the 8K? You're just doing conventions, or yeah, conventions stuff. Like, I don't think you need the 8K. I don't think. I mean, 4K is great. You don't even need 6K. You don't need 6K, but like the 4K works, and you would even downgrade that to a 1080P, and you'll get a cleaner image. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, especially oh, if you're playing on YouTube. By the like, way, no. fun fact. Um, I forgot to tell you this, but the I watched a video about the C300 Mark Three, maybe, or was it the C? It was something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was saying that when you shoot in low light situations, don't shoot in raw. Shoot in like ProRes because it's a cleaner image than raw will be. That depends if you have log too. Yeah, it was uh, based, It was a Canon cinema camera I saw it with, so I don't remember exactly yeah, what it was. The, well, regardless, in, in if you're trying to shoot in low-light situations, you should be shooting in log if you want the full dynamic range of your camera anyway. It doesn't matter if you're on RAW or, or uh, ProRes. The difference between ProRes and RAW in general is just a matter of like, what uh how much information is put into your image mm-hmm. quality in for post work yeah that's the only difference and i'll still say when somebody says that i i'll still i'm gonna say this like i don't kind of believe them because when you have raw you're getting the full information it's probably because they didn't fully utilize it properly in some case and that's why I always say just use more lights if that's the case. Because even still, if you use it in ProRes, you're still you're still lost some information versus that raw. That's the thing. So it it's it's probably just because of the lighting. And even still, they probably and some some people can even say, like, oh, I did I but I actually use neat video or stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That that's that's the other thing because we don't know the full story about that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like I mean, it, but I will still say raw is still something you shouldn't be working with unless if you're doing like high end stuff. Anyways, most it's Hollywood, guys. That's a Hollywood codec. Hey, guys, <laughs> let's just put that. <laughs> yeah. And a testing codec. <laughs> Wait, I found the video. I can send it to you, actually. Uh, I'm going to send it. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. My thoughts on the R5, yes, I agree. It is also unbelievable in some cases because when I heard about that, and but it's been confirmed. I just think there could be limitations to it, possibly. I, I think, yeah, the, again, you have to wait till you see. Yeah, and that's why I said I think it's, I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to rent it first. Yeah. And when I rent it, I'll see for sure if it's worth it or not. I will say, though, I love Canon's color science the most next to Airy. So. We'll see. <laughs> we shall that's, see. That's more of it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next announcement that was made. What is the next uh, announcement? Kinefinity announced their newest uh, camera. Kinefinity um, uh, Mavo uh, Edge or something like Edge. that, right? Yes, the Mavo Edge. So. This is an interesting camera itself. So 
it is wrapped around a carbon body, a carbon, uh, a carbon, uh, what's that called? Uh, carbon, carbon fiber body. Yeah. A carbon fiber body, um, which is interesting on its own. Yeah. Basically that's super, super hard material, like almost in most cases, almost unbreakable in some cases. Um, that's super light by the way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I don't think any other camera developer does that. What? Carbon fiber? The carbon fiber? The red does that. Red does that? Okay. Yeah, red has a carbon fiber body. Oh, I thought it was like uh, aluminum. No, it's like, also uh, carbon fiber. Great aluminum. Okay. So carbon fiber body. Uh, it's a full frame 8K sensor. So there you go. That's pretty high end right there. There we go again. Uh, <laughs> it's a dual native ISO. Uh, so it has uh, a, a native ISO of 800 and then it's uh, low light is off of 3200. So that's actually pretty high than most other cameras mm-hmm. because other cameras only go up to either um, some go 1200, some go 2500. This is going 3200. That's pretty high. That's pretty clean. That's a clean, that's a clean image for that low of a light. Yeah. So that's crazy on its own. I've That's unheard of. I might want to rent this tool one too. Anyways, uh, besides that, um, it has uh, 75 FPS uh, at 8K. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to go 75 FPS, which is pretty cool yeah. as well. That's actually I think unheard of. Is the, I think the red helium does uh, 8K at 75. But this does, I mean, this is a better deal, obviously. Yeah, this is a better deal. Yeah. But, but, it, but here's reality, the... Here's, is it a better deal? I'll ask you that question. Well, 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 here, here, here. No, let me add this to it real quick. It's here's the catch. It's a wide resolution, which means it's a two two thirty five by one resolution for the oh that. But um, it's a crop, basically. But also, here's my question, too. It's like, <coughs> well, we'll get to it after you get the specs. Then I'll, I'll ask you that. I'll, 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 I'll give you a, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll, I'll pond you a question. <laughs> it's late. I, it's fucking twelve o'clock at <laughs> I night. Know, I know. I know. I know. I've been up since five thirty. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, it has now it has 48 FPS up to 48 FPS, though. That means that it could do 24, 30, uh, and 48, basically, is what it's stating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 24, 30, and 48 at 8K, it's open gate. So you can get 40 FPS at open gate. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that's that's. It's pretty cool for what it is, though. It is. Like, I mean, but the, the sucky thing is it has a native kin amount, which can be adapted for PL, LPL, active EF, and passive emails, which I'm reading yes. right off the thing. I'm like, so you have to get another adapter and shit like that. It's just more adapters and shit. I mean, but that's kind of common in most cinema cameras. Well, that's I true. mean, not for the Canon, but... Yeah, like, I mean... No, well, well just, isn't the Canon an RF mount? The, the... Which one? The C300? The... Most of the cinemas? No, they're they're regular EF mounts. Okay, okay. There's well, no RF but, cinema camera. Okay, okay. No, I just wanted to know. But also, well, like the Canon, Canon is like probably the odd one out. Then yeah, Canon does a weird case. thing where they where they kind of give you. Well, I don't know if it's, I think it's in the newer like the C three hundred Mark three five three and the five C five hundred Mark two count these out, but I think those are interchangeable mounts. Yeah, but you don't, you yeah. don't need to buy like because it used to be but like, like, but that's EF. like a common thing in cinema cameras, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, for like 
interchangeable adapters yeah. and stuff. It happens. It's 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 a normal thing. That's why I'm not going to knock it off for that. Um, oh, and don't forget the, ProRes raw internal recording, Mark. Uh, I was getting to that. <laughs> um, so uh, let, let, let me finish it off real quick. So 6K, it does have 6K as well at 100 FPS. Uh, it is also wide as well, so it's 235 by 1. Um, now 4K as well, 235 by 1 as well at 160 FPS. So it has a lot of FPS ranges yeah. in different resolutions, so that's cool. It does have 14 plus stops of dynamic range. Not as much as the Canon, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, I mean, plus means variable vari- variable between whatever modes you use and whatever the situation is on mm-hmm. your uncontrollable lighting situation. So that's why they put at less the less is the 14. The plus is depending on what your lighting scheme is. True. So so that's that's what they mean by that. Uh so when it says plus. So it's 14 plus stops. So at the at the s- smallest is 14, which is still fucking great by the way. That's that, like as much as a black magic uh cinema camera. So. Yeah. So keep that in mind. It still looks great. So don't ever put that away from what mm-hmm. you guys do. Now, the coolest part about this camera that's uh that it's not the AK. It's the ProRes raw internal recording. I disagree. I think there's two cooler three cooler things with this camera than oh, ProRes raw that you will okay. probably like that's stupid. The recording media is I think awesome because it's it's uh you can upgrade oh the, the Kinemag yeah, yeah the Nano I, uh, I forgot about that yeah you're right which is pretty dope uh I think yeah if you don't know what's cool about that Kinemag so it's supposed to it's it's supposed to look like a, a red a red mag basically like the red cameras mags but the cool part about it is you can put any NVMe SSD inside of it yes and then. Also, the V mount slash Sony battery fucking uh, hybrid they have going as oh, well as pretty yeah, dope. That's right. yeah. Um, and and that fucking uh, Movecam special thing they have where you have two batteries on the bottom that will basically, if you want to hot swap your batteries and like you can run off the last two L these b- bottom batteries in the plate. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so you can basically. Oh, I don't think that's stupid. That's fucking cool as fuck. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's stupid. Cool. It's more or less like that's not as important as ProRes Raw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's still cool though. Yeah. ProRes Raw internal. That's yeah. not in any camera at all. No. Like internally, externally, there's a lot, but internal, that's yeah. I've never heard of that either. No, not but yeah, not. that's cool. I, I I've never even heard of like uh uh your own storage media going through NVMe. Which if if you guys want to know NVMe storage uh like ssds those ones are more are far more superior than the standard uh sata sata 3 uh ssds that you normally see like in automos recorders and stuff like that they're far more superior they're faster um which makes it it's it's like on computers it's not a big deal in most cases unless you're doing servers but on cameras it does make a difference so keep that in mind guys but yeah, that's the Kinfinity. What do you think about it? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I know our friend uh, Cody. Cody, yeah, it doesn't seem like a big fan of it because he said he told us that story about his friend who tried to buy it, buy a Kinfinity, 
I had problems, you know, trying the to... Mavo. Is it the Mavo LF, the, the large format one or no? Uh, I don't remember or exactly which Terra? camera it was, but I know Rafi did a video on the, he had the, he has the Mavo L, or he had the he Mavo He had L. the Mavo LF. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which is, and then it got stolen. Yeah, yeah, but that like that was that was some pretty that was some pretty pretty images I saw from that camera. Yes. So, um, that again, I think the 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 I can't speak tonight, <laughs> but the the kicker on the Mavo when it came out, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that modular? Wasn't that wasn't this yeah. camera originally modular, and now it's not as modular anymore? Not for this edge. Yeah, but it's because it, it's a cheaper version of the other ones. True. I mean, well, I think they all went down price, though. Yeah, no, no. But I mean, still the cheaper model. Oh, of the lineup. I mean, is it? Re- but it's more of a high end camera of it because, in in regards, your large format's not doing eight K. Yeah, but it's large format. Uh, the other true. Thing. Large format is like uh on another scale. It's another. It's yeah. It's another scale than all the other cameras. It is uh better than the Mavo regular, though. I'll say that. Well, that Mavo regular is old too, so it's been yeah, out for yeah. a handful of years. But that large format is definitely like their top end, yeah, because it's it's going against the Airy. That's well, true. The, uh, the Mini LF. But I mean, again, I like to see the footage when it comes out and see it for what it's worth. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, I if it's anything rent. like the large format, like the quality of yeah. the large format, because the large format is fucking amazing. By the way, mm. it, it it's. When you put it against the airy, it yeah. looks close. It's oh. pretty there. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's impressive, like the uh, Mavo LF. So uh, I'm just going to say that it's the Hollywood camera itself. It's just cheaper. <laughs> um, but the other thing, what I think about Kinefinity is I heard they have terrible uh, customer service. Well, yeah, that's what we said about what Cody told us. That's- yeah, so that's why I'm just like, mm, okay. Maybe well, not. Well, again, again, you know, Rafi had a different experience with it yeah. than Cody's friend. I just see like more people talk about like there's more of a, a higher ratio towards yeah. like the negativity than the positivity. Yeah, and I think That's that needs thing. to be uh, drowned. I mean, the only problem with Confinity really is it, it doesn't have anywhere to buy. You can't buy anywhere. Like I've looked at yeah, Able City, anywhere, yeah. except the the Confinity website that I've seen. I haven't <laughs> right. seen anything else. <laughs> So right. there's there's that, that I mean I'm just because I'll I'll state this too because Philip Bloom uh, did uh, the Kinefinity Terra yeah. when it came out mm-hmm. and he he liked it so. yeah that Kinefinity has great cameras they have yeah. great gear but when it comes to if there's any problems I I would still state that don't depend on it yeah <laughs> it's I don't think it's at that point I still wouldn't say it's worth it compared to other. Uh, to other brands out there is mm. what I'm saying. So it's cool. But not too but cool. It's it's just yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get the cool points that we would a cool point possibly want. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> um okay, so uh, moving on to the next one. You ready for this? Go ahead. Oh new details about Red's Komodo. Oh god. And these are actually uh these are actually like confirmed at this point. When so this is what cool. what details are these? Okay, so here are the new details. 
because they came it came out during this end and these are all happening in nab week when it was supposed to be on by the yeah. way so um these new details were for i think the nab week as well but on their own they were going to do it outside of nab you know like their own you yeah. know announcements um so the new red komodo it will not replace the dsm c2 this is old i feel like i know everyone knows this already that's some old um, shit <laughs> that's some old it shit. has well let's see if the viewers i mean let's see if the listeners want to know too you know not not every listener will know you know oh, okay i'm just it's saying that, to, that's it's good old... to tell people about this stuff anyways well i know if, but this has been this, this news has been out for a while though mark about not replacing no, i mean no they did the well it's the articles i found this on was like within like the last few days yeah i've seen articles like that for like the last few months about how it's like, it, like they mentioned that when it first was okay well regardless for you listeners this is for you so even if it's if it's old if you ha- don't know about it here's the details so it has a new 6k sensor it has global shutter mode uh and i believe it does have rolling shutter as well mm-hmm. but it does have ro- a global shutter mode um, it uses uh, R3D files, so that's the average files that's used in RED cameras. Um, it has 4K SDI output, uh, either at 12G or 6G. It does not have any XLR ports, but it has a 3.5 millimeter audio input for microphone and headphones. Um, it will not record to proprietary media, so it will do its own uh, media, which I believe will be USB-C. No, as well, it's as, it's right it will record raw files on a off the shelf CFast two media. Okay, yeah, I think the next part was will record CFast cards. Yeah, um, there will be a wireless video module with it, mm. a transmitter. I don't know if that's old. That is well, I think that was part of the reason why they had the hydrogen. No, I I don't know if that's old news. Though. Oh, I think that's new. That's new. Yeah, see, so this article probably is the newest details about it. Um, the display is touchscreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has face detection autofocus. Interesting. So that's interesting. Uh, it will have a, a Canon RF mount. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you can adapt RF mounts, just to let you guys know. Um the, the box design will not be any larger than four inches. Can you so, go RF to EF? Yes, you can. Okay. Because then you wouldn't be able to use the EOS R yeah. if you didn't. Because the EOS R has RF. So does the EOS RP as well. Uh, fun fact, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, the cost. Get this. The cost will be around $5,000. Wow. What a price. What a fucking price. And if you remember in old articles, they did say that it will, it use that R3D file is also red code raw. So do you know what the sensor size is? Um, no, I don't know. It's roughly a APS-C size sensor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were talking about that. Super like it's 35. Super 35 so again, yeah. red is shooting themselves in the foot. This is going to be like the this could be like the Raven 2.0, <laughs> which I uh, because I for five thousand dollars. I'm sorry for five thousand dollars, you can get a Zcam S6. Yeah, for like less. But, but that red. But but the main but, reason why people would buy this one compared to the red, or I mean compared to the Zcam, is that red code raw. Okay, 
But that's just one thing. Yeah, but that's still better than their Z-Raw. It, so, I mean, but also, again, it also goes back to, is ever, do you really need to shoot Raw all the time? Like, people say this all the time. Well, to, you to be you, fair, do you re- if if you put in that uh, in that fashion, mm-hmm. then why would you buy a, a an AK Z Z cam if you're not going to use that raw either? You can use ProRes. <laughs> people like shooting ProRes. Well, then you could just get the 6K. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm talking about the 8K. I'm just talking about the 6K shit. I'm trying to compare I mean, it to the 6K. Oh, right, right. The 6K. Oh, I'm but not, then you could go with the uh, Super 35 S6. Then. That's what I'm saying. I was comparing it to the Super 35 S6. Oh, Because I'm okay, saying okay. instead of buying, like, if you're getting, like, if you were getting a fucking full frame or an actual Super 35 and 7 APS-C size, super rough, like, when it says roughly APS-C In, in size, cinema cameras, by the way. Yeah, in, in cinema, cinema cameras. Like, not, in, not in hybrids. Yeah. When you're telling me it's roughly an APS-C size sensor, that concerns me a little bit. Oh, and that's where I was going to get to. Um, they actually have a, uh, they they have a um, what you call it, a dimensional grade of like uh, like an actual uh, dimen- di- uh, like a like a tier grade to uh, understand the measurements of APS-C mm-hmm. yeah, or just thirty five in general. Yeah, I believe they call it um, they call it uh, Super thirty five um, frame four is the average 35 millimeter. And then um, this is supposed to be frame three. The size of it is frame three. Uh, Most of the average Super 35 sensors that we see in uh, mirrorless cameras, for instance, that use APS-C sensors, do frame twos. Apparently. It's one of those, but it it has a grading scale of one, two, three, and four. Four being the full 35 millimeter film Mm -hmm. itself. Interesting. Of an average sensor, yeah. So this, uh, this, uh, when I was reading about the Super Thirty Five off this Komodo, it's at the third, the third size, which is the closest one to full thirty-five millimeter. Isn't that crazy? So it's a pretty large size compared to the average Super Thirty Five sensor out there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool about this Komodo. So if you wanted to look at Super Thirty Five, it's the closest thing. Mm. Yet. What the? Connect it. Connect it. Others can get on other cameras. So. I I lost you. I got kicked off of uh, the internet for a hot minute. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I was saying like the only thing that this camera is going for it compared to the competition at the mm-hmm. same price range is that red code. The only thing. I mean, again, it, it, like I said, I think this is still part of the whole like they're trying. I I mean, because Red's trying to win the smaller market. And they tried this with the yeah, Raven. I mean, they did a good job, though. They, no, they they're tried doing, this with I the mean, Raven. They did a good job. Maybe they took the mistakes they learned from the Raven because originally the Raven was supposed to be four point five k. It was four point five k. It's supposed to be four k for four k at one time, and this is six k for six k almost. 
But at the same time, again, there's cheaper alternative. No, I'm not saying Zcam's cheap or a bad camera in the word of cheap, but Zcam's a better alternative in that regard. Well, except for that red code. That's the only thing. Oh, yeah, except except for red code. But again, now that there's ProRes RAW on Zcam. Yeah, but I think the difference between the fact of ProRes RAW, and this is where I'll like go against ProRes RAW. Red did make a name for itself for this road code, and it's also... I mean red code, uh, not road code. It, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I said that wrong. For red code. And you got to admit, at this point, it's the most used RAW format next to Airy in the market in general red code has made its staple on yeah. this in the industry compared to ProRes raw we not nobody's really put enough out there to know if it's as good you know that's mm-hmm. the difference red code made red made their name already and and have stabilized stabilized and and um a uh what what's the term I'm looking for? Um a uh trustworthy file format is what I'm saying. Yeah. They already made made the name staple and that alone already makes the Komodo a pretty viable option at this point for raw. Mm-hmm. And to get it at five thousand dollars is pretty cheap too. This yeah. is the first red code raw that's that cheap. Well again we shall see how it responds. Yeah. And that, but that's cool on its own though. Yeah. Like no, that, it is. That. It is. I mean, uh, the thing is too, like, I feel like a lot of people, um, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'm saying this in a, uh, what I've seen in the past is like, I've seen people buy the red Raven. Right. And then they go, Oh, this is awesome. And then like three months later, like, well, I returned it because it was too expensive and I wasn't really using it. And yada, yada, yada. Right. And that's, but that's a different from this though. Yeah. Because well, that, remember that, that camera was about, I believe 12,000. Well, yeah. It was yeah. 8,000 for just the body itself. And then you had right. buy a whole bunch of other things too. So, well, this doesn't even have all those issues. Well, thankfully, thankfully. Yeah, like because they even stated that, like, like I said, it has its own display screen that's already there. It's touch screen. It has its own wireless module too, which is not in any of yeah. Like most of the red cameras on on its own, you have to buy that separate. It doesn't use proprietary media this time, yeah. dude. It's like the cheapest definite. Like you get a camera and it's red, and it's the camera itself with and it's usable. Mm. That's amazing already to hear. Well, on to the so, next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Zcam now. If you guys don't know, we, uh, Zcam has been making a name for itself. Dude, um, how long are we going to do this for? It's an hour and a half. We're into this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're this is pretty much the end of it. Well, you're missing um, DJI, and you're missing. So oh, okay. Can you? Can you? Okay. After Zcam. Okay. Um, so the Zcam. Uh. The Zcam itself, right, guys? Uh, if you guys don't know, there's uh, Zcam is making a name for itself. It's basically the new black magic of today, of this generation, because they think about the filmmakers. They got an awesome F, uh, Facebook community where they even, like, their their employees work in there as well. Like, if you have any issues with your product or anything like that, they are right on the money, and they will help you right off the bat which is amazing customer service in my opinion um, because they're there whenever you need them 
Um, so that's the cool thing about them. And their their cinema cameras are fucking amazing, by the way. Mm. Like they have, I think, about five models now. They have the E2C. They have the the E2. They have the E2S6. They have the E2F6. Uh, and they have the E2F8. So that's their five cinema cameras. What's cool about them is that they all offer ProRes recording. They all are f- as small as a. They look like Reds. Um, they uh they come in EF mounts. They come in in uh, E mounts. Did they come you, in. Did you say that E two G? By the way, too. No. There's an E two G as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that's their old one. They don't. They don't market that anymore. Oh, okay, because I'm like I'm on the website. I was like, oh, let me see which ones they have, and then just a, double, just a fact check. Here. Yeah, that's that's an old one. They don't market that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that one. Now, uh, the, somebody mentioned it uh, in the Z Cam group, and we were like, oh, damn, that's an old camera. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so that's their main products that they have right now. Uh, so the thing is, uh, these cameras can record in ProRes. They can do. Uh, they all can do 4K, by the way. Um, and it's ProRes internally, by the way. That's cool on its own. It's all 422 10-bit, by the way. Um, so it's definitely a one step up from a mirrorless camera, for sure. Um, and uh, they, they, the, a lot of them are either uh, Micro Four Thirds, uh, Super 35s, or full frames in, in most cases. So these all have like different ranges based on their pricing. The cool part about it is their E2C is only 900 bucks. That's their cheapest one, and you get all these features off of it already. Um, the E2, which is their most popular product out of all of them, is a Micro Four Thirds. It has all these high frame rates off of it, um, and it's uh, it's two grand. And then you go to the S6, which is the Super 35 one at at uh, 6K. That is about three grand. Uh, and then you go from the F6 and the F8 F. They're both full frame uh, cinema cameras, and they uh, the F6 is the 6K, and the F8 is the 8K version of their cinema cameras. These are great cameras. I've we've seen images from these cameras, and they all look fucking good. By the way, like you were even impressed by them, right? Yeah, like they look fucking great. <laughs> they they're they're pretty. Uh, they're they're a major competition to a lot of these cinema cameras that you guys are hearing about. And those pricings alone, like the F6 and the F8, for instance, uh, the F6 I believe is five grand, and the F8 is six grand. So it only goes a thousand dollars more on each on each uh, um, step up you go off of, which is fucking cheap if you really look at it compared to the competition. And they have all these features like 160 FPS and stuff like that. Now, given their crops and all that, but they're still available and they're still able to be used and they have anamorphic and stuff like that. It's fucking cool. Um, so the biggest news that they just announced uh, uh, that I want to mention, because uh, now that you guys know about the Z cams, um, they are they are released. They just released a new patch for all of their cameras, including the E2C, the $900 one to have ProRes raw externally to an Automos recorder all of their cameras which is a big deal so basically raw is available that's freaking amazing too types of raw they have z raw and you have uh well the e2c doesn't have raw at all 
Okay, then you have one time like, on the E2C. Internally. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but now you can even on the E2C you can get ProRes raw. Exactly. That's crazy, dude. Like that off a nine hundred dollar camera. That's the cheapest ProRes raw camera yet. <laughs> I don't think any other thing is as that cheap. Nope. So if if you wanted to get into a, a ProRes RAW workflow that's highly available and highly affordable, it's the E2C. It's crazy. So it's possible. Yeah. Um, so that's the crazy thing. So Zcam, see, all of these announcements are crazy because they're all together. Like they're all com- competitive. That's the craziest part. It's just a matter of like, this is hard to choose sometimes, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's all of the cinema cameras that we want to talk about. Oh, and don't forget one more thing, too. Uh, f- the price for the Pocket 6K actually dropped $500, so it's just $2,000 to buy it now. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Pocket that's- 6K goes down to $2,000. Um, so here's the thing, guys. Um, Zcam, uh, Blackmagic's competition is Zcam. That's the biggest one for their Pocket Cinema Camera series. Um, Here's the thing. The pocket cinema camera is 6K, so it is super competitive to the E2, but the E2 is the 4K. And the S6 is 3000 if you wanted to go for the 6K version of the Z cam. So it's very competitive now. Um, I will say that body is weird. Compared to the Z cam, uh, like what I think about the Z cams compared to Blackmagic, though, I don't like the colors of mostly on Blackmagic's like their color science for him. Uh, no offense, because I know you have a black magic. No, no, taken. Um, okay. Um, I just don't like the color science on their black magics. I do like Z cams color science a little bit more or a little bit better. I mean, um, and I like the body more because it's smaller. Their mm. body on the, on the, on the pockets, six K and the pocket four K is weird, dude. It's, and you have to like get extra adapters to make it so it goes into like gimbals and stuff like that. While you can put the Z cam on gimbals easily, you know, mm. it's it's if anything, the Z cams are more modular and they're able to u- like utilize more in like uh, with other things have more compatibility is what I mean. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong. Remember, Blackmagic has B raw as well, and B raw is uh, available on all NLEs. So that's crazy right now. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, and so it's available as well. So keep that in mind. Uh, ProRes RAW is starting to become available on a lot of NLEs. Mostly it's only on, uh, I think, uh, DaVinci Resolve, Final Cut Pro, and uh, Premiere are the only ones that can use it right now. But yeah. So up next, DJI, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mavic Air Pro two or Mavic Pro or uh, Mavic Air two. <laughs> too too many too many names. Too many names. Too many fucking iterations of shit. Yeah. Oy. it's cool. I mean, uh, what are the specs? The specs are you have? Did you not see it? Uh, no, I have. I I mean, I I took a glance at it, but here, let me pull it up. Hey, actually. hold on, let's pull it up too. <laughs> So the Mavic Air 2. So its flight time will be 35 minutes. Yep. Highest total. in anything. 
Without wind, by the way, guys. Uh, uh, max hover uh, will be 34. It has 4K 60 frames per second. Ooh, wow. Uh, where is it? It's got a half yeah, inch. It has one thing that's really, really cool about it. Like half inch image sensor. So it's a little bit bigger than the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. it's got 8K hyperlapse. Oh, oh that's cool. It fuck. does. Wow. Is 10 kilometers, which is six miles. Uh, oh, okay. Look, so there's you, also other stuff about it too. So including with that 4K 60 FPS, um, it has 2.7K at 60 FPS as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, 1080p at 240 FPS. Wow. Yep. Um, it has 4K with HDR at 20 up to 30 FPS. And basically it has these HDR modes. So it has 2.7K HDR um, at up to 30. And it has um, full HD 1080p HDR at up to 30 as well. So that's one of the newest features. Mm-hmm. So HDR is starting to, starting to, I guess, become a norm. Uh, I'm seeing HDR more in the in the uh, photo section of it than the. I'm on the HDR site. I mean the. No, it says it says DJI v- site right video now. Video resolutions and frame rates. Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, yeah. uh, they have a new uh, um, controller for it too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, in those formats, H two six five. Is available on that too. So H two six five is becoming a norm too. By the way, mm. slowly but surely. Yeah, and it has a new remote. Do we yeah. know what it looks like yet? Yeah, they have. It's 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 um a regular remote. Like I can't really explain it through things, but yeah, you put yeah. the you put the phone on top instead of at the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, um, that's cool. But the cool thing too, I think, is like the ten kilometers transmission. So basically, you can fly that thing six <laughs> miles away, and it won't lose signal. Oh wow! Yeah, because we don't want to lose other. Oh yeah, <laughs> drones, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like where'd my drone go? But that's—I mean, that's really all. I mean, that's the big news about it, really. Other than it that, could, it could shoot up to four uh, K sixty. I wanna—I wanna know its bit rate for sure. Oh, uh, max bit rate is one hundred and twenty megabits per second. Wow. That's pretty high, but I get. I bet I choose on the H two six five file because H two six five is a superior file than H two six four. I bet you that uses the hundred twenty megabits. Which, if you guys don't know, when you record like off the Sony, uh, off of uh, not the Panasonic. Panasonics are like wow, they have major amounts of bit rate. Um, when you shoot off like Canons and all that, their usual like bit rates are around sixty to eighty megabits per second which means that it has more information in that h264 codec which you could see more more pixels more frames you know um it's able to read more of the color values and stuff uh in this case 120 is double 60 you know so that's more than the sony uh average um like color basically like information that you're getting. So it, the image will look really good is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. I mean, most of these, most of these DJIs look great no matter what. Yeah. And like that, I haven't seen like a really bad footage from it. Of course, putting ND filters is a must, but 
I mean, I I feel like whenever I have a DJI or anything of a or GoPro, I'm like, how the fuck do they have this perfect fucking footage? And I'm like, I know, right? I'm like, I did the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, DJ DJI. It's like I would say that DJI has almost the same color science as Canon too. Oh. Like close. I don't know, but I don't mean uh, because their color color science is fucking phenomenal. Whenever I color it, it's it's close, mm. and that's because I've worked with a few. So yeah, they all look as close. And to you know candy. what? It's you know how much is you know how much is it going for? Don't even look up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'll tell you. In okay, a second. what is it? What is it? What take, is it? take a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess. <laughs> okay, uh, Mavic Air Two. We're looking at. Uh, I I'll, I'll I'll take a I'll take a mid minimum uh, a a medium guess like right, in the middle. Take your medium uh, guess. Fifteen hundred. How much? Fifteen hundred. Too high. No fucking way. Yeah. A thousand. It's a thousand for the fly more combo. It's about eight hundred for the Mavic Air two. What? That's insane. It's it's basically That's the same insane. price point as the first Mavic Air. That's insane. What the fuck? So, so oh, but they're, so they're still doing the Mavic Pro. Yeah, they're still doing the Magic Mavic Pro too. Then yeah, they're the, still doing the, that. It, this okay, is, so this there's is, there's, there's still some that. features that are off the Mavic Pro too that still is better, I guess. Yeah, there's 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 other, like you know, you have the Zoom and the and the and the and the Pro mm. and the Pro. So those are gotcha. going to be you know that's fifteen hundred already for the the Pro. It's about thirteen hundred or fifteen. Almost thirteen fifty for the uh, zoom, you know. Okay. Bigger sensors and I shit. Mean, but wait. Yeah, but these these it, have newer files though. That's the cool thing. For yeah, sure, but bro. the the zoom and the pro are are a lot better because you can't really zoom in with the fucking Mavic Air. Okay. And then, yeah, that's true. You, and you know, what I mean, you like, do need that zoom, seriously, yeah. when the Mavic Three Pro comes out, it's gonna fucking, especially with that wide angle lens too. Yeah. yeah. Or that even that like and also it's like a a, a, like a two third sensor I think in the Mavic two, the pro oh, okay. version so or something like sensor. that. It's a huge okay. fucking sensor. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. So there you go. That's pretty cool on so yeah. I don't know if the drone laws drone laws are kind of hard to deal with. I don't know if that's like anything that you guys are interested in when it comes to that. But it's like, always because, fun to read about. Yeah. Just. Proceed with caution. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Actually, what's another one? Uh, that's it, really. I mean, unless we, like, we get into the Sony thing. Oh, yeah, Sony. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. The, the Mavic 2 Pro, just to clarify, it's a one-inch one, one inch sensor. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's talk about Sony now, okay. shall we? You ready for this? I am ready for this. I've waited all day. I've waited like all week. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it short and sweet about it too, because yeah, I I mean, it, seriously, I think the only that it it's it wasn't really the event everyone was looking for. It was it was probably a, a lot of people are upset about this. It's disappointing. It was a disappointing yeah. event. The like the only exciting thing about it is I heard they teased the the PlayStation event next month. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's cool as fuck. Actually, that's so. No. Okay, but that's the most exciting. Yeah, that's the most exciting. <laughs> right. Right. Like I've heard. <laughs> you are correct about that. 
<laughs> oh, PlayStation, yes. Like okay. the, the Sony Venice firmware version 6.0 is, is apparently a chock full of awesome updates, apparently from No Film School. Darren James right. Darren James said that. So which, I don't which is uh basically uh so the uh, the new Venice update is supposed to have expansion of HFR compatibility, so basically up to 72 FPS mm-hmm. at uh, 5.7K. Uh, 16 by 9 and 110 fps at 3.8k at 16 by 9 which simplifies post-production of slow motion especially tv dramas okay yeah who cares i mean seriously like improve 3d let monitoring they they really they really like just they they really like made everyone go oh 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 okay Like, <laughs> um, the FX9 also got one. I lied real quick. Sorry, real quick. The only cool thing is the 916 and one by one frame lines that they have as well for the oh, Venice okay. version update, which is pretty okay. cool because the 9 by 16 is for um Instagram stories and shit like oh. that and TikTok. But why would you use a cinema camera for that? I don't know. It just, it'd be a, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's fucking weird, dude. Because people are doing Yeah, that I bought this fucking. Because they want, high, they want high quality TikTok, TikTok or Instagram videos. I want to pay like, what is it? Like $30,000 for these cameras? Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just a way. So I guess like if you're shooting something, let's say, for example. Oh, Quibi. Well, not just, I'm not talking about Quibi 60 by nine. You have to hold it uh, horizontally. No, you, no, you don't. Have you no. used Quibi? I've tried it. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not a. Dude, it's no. It's up. It's it's um vertical. But is it the whole screen? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Have yeah, you, Quibi is like that. Have you tried it sideways? What's it like sideways? Oh, I haven't tried that. I've tried it. Um, I tried it how they intend you to do it, and that's vertical. Oh, okay. Because I like, did the free trial. Because also the nine by sixteen. The the thing is, have just having frame lines there. It's just it's just frame lines as a guide. It's not like you're shooting that exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, yeah. Like how they do it with the automos. Yeah, because the-, the thing is too, if you think about, it, let's say you're shooting a commercial, right? As well, and you. No, need- no, I, yeah. I, I get the whole process of it. I just, I was just thinking about like, like what was that for? For a cinema camera of that quality, of that grade, that thirty thousand dollar camera, just for that. And then I thought about, oh, Quibi makes sense well, not just that i mean you think about the social other other things too as well no no but but i mean but the mo- main thing for that quality to get this kind of camera for that i mean uh the no kind of camera i mean i disagree with you not just for quibi it's probably for like your your fucking your fucking tv commercial and then you go oh yeah i need a, i need a spot for fucking you know instagram so i need okay. to make sure all my frames okay. are correct okay yeah true yeah, but then also there's. But well, I, I see it more on Quibi now, though. Oh, Quibi's new. You can't quality. really go. Oh, you can't. Really, you're not gonna really implement one just a nine by sixteen frame lines and one by one frame lines just for one thing that just came out. True. Well, no. Okay, that's that's. I guess uh, it does make sense to use that then. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. I. Uh, I. I. I I think it's still kind of weird to use a cinema camera for that, but. Well, again, like I said, they're not recording in them. So if you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's just, yeah, kind of, yeah. it's, just Agreed. it's just your guides. And then the um, FX9. And then, uh, FX9 uh, is uh, it's going to have a version 2.0. Mm-hmm. It has, it unlocks 180 FPS full frame HD recording. So full frame 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking Super cool. 35 4K DCI. Yes, uh, Super 35 4K DCI recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it will have ability to load user 3D LUTs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it has HDR shooting in hybrid log gamma. So HLG, if you guys want to know that. Mm-hmm. Which HLG is not HDR. <laughs> uh. It's been proven many times. I don't know what they mean by that. HDR shooting function record. Oh, it's a function in hybrid log gamma. I mean, if you guys want to know, hybrid log gamma is supposed to make SDR, like standard definition uh, recordings. Uh, It's supposed to make it look HDR, but on standard definition uh, or something that doesn't have HDR unlocked like you know like those those tvs like like there's some lgs or samsung's that don't have hdr 10 inside of it but hlg is supposed to like unlock like an uh like to make an sdr image look like hdr basically based on sdr though that's what yeah hybrid log gamma is so i guess it's so that so that you can record a certain way you know for those kind of tvs Mm -hmm. out there so i guess that's cool <laughs> I mean, the, the firm, it's still like it's, the I guess that's doesn't cool. come out until October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it does. Uh, they also announced that uh, it will have a uh, an external raw uh, capability, which Wait. can go into Automos, which is so, do. which I find funny because it's a 16 bit raw output, which no one can edit a 16 bit raw output, but you're you're dig- you're downgrading your 16 bit raw output into the Automos recorder, in, right? For 12 bit. Yeah, like, is, which I mean, that's still not bad. Twelve bit no, is still it's still not bad, but like, why would you put sixteen bit raw in in your camera then? You know, I what wonder. I, mean? if, I wonder if it's for like their uh for future proofing. Maybe who knows? I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. In but that again, matter. all that shit, like, because you need the extension piece to do this whole thing too. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, what we mean by that when it puts a raw is that it's able to record into the Automos to get ProRes raw because uh if you guys didn't hear me say that so yeah like yeah it's 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 weird but it also makes sense for future proofing because they want to keep this fx9 alive for a while right yeah i mean again yeah. like, but like i was saying like you have to do the raw output in general you need to have that extension module yeah yeah because it has a raw out sdi port on it and then you need 6g a 6g sdi cable as and well yeah and then you gotta get the Atmos, and that apparently cost you, it's going to cost you if you get all that shit together. Like, what was it, 3500 I said to you earlier today? Yeah. We're discussing wait, pricing on that shit. Wait, for Atmos? No, just for the Atmos and the extension recorder. The extension. Oh, if you wanted the module. You need and the, the, yeah. No, you yeah, need yeah, the module. Right. You that. can't do it without yeah. the module. Yeah, and that's the thing, guys. It's funny because you're going from the module through SDI which is a high-grade quality uh, signal, just to go into an HDMI connection <laughs> into an Automos. <laughs> just to let you guys know. <laughs> it, it's it's actually like, and I saw another article today, and they're saying like the only two camera companies that still do modules of this nature where no one else is doing this anymore because everything we said is Sony and Panasonic because everyone's going to this internal camera of a raw, of a, of a raw codec. In, in their cinema the line, by the in way, c- guys. in cinema not, line, not mirrorless, but yeah, in their cinema cinema line, yeah. yeah, it's the only ones that can go that way, yeah. But 
I mean that that's really that's the that's my two cents of the whole matter about it. And then yeah, I mean you're right. It's 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 overpriced for something that you could just get like a uh you could get an E2C. Again, this for. this also goes back to like someone com- again compared this to like let's go let's go, let's talk about this real quick too. Is mm-hmm. you have this FX9 right? It's about mm-hmm. ten thousand dollars I think total. And if you get the adapter and the Atmos, you're basically almost paying the same much for a Siege 500 Mark II. Right. Which is crazy. And, and, and if you just wanted that ProRes RAW, you can always get an E2C as well. You yeah. Know, for, and that's for but, if you wanted to save a lot of money, yeah. you know? And this also goes back to our conversation really earlier to round this up from Canon to Sony. Instead of getting the FX9, you can get just a C300 Mark III and have internal RAW right there in your fingertips. Yeah, but I think uh, I think the, the the thing is this is a full frame camera too. Like if you wanted a full frame camera though, at that same price point, uh, or not the same price point, well, but even cheaper. Even you can if go you're gonna, Z-cam if you want that, if you're gonna do, yeah. But still, if you're if you're looking at this, the mid tier cameras of this nature, like the more because like Z cam, as much as everyone loves it and is is really you know all for it, like not people are, it's not tried and true yet, and people don't really in the industry don't trust it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's that option still. Well, no, that, there's an option, but there's a bigger risk right now for people in, in higher end productions to take so, a Z-Cam. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. I'm saying like, if you're looking at the tried and true, like the Canon or the, the Sony. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's again, you're, you're paying almost the same price then for a C500 Mark II. Just you, for ProRes RAW. Just for ProRes RAW. Like it's kind of, ProRes RAW is like the new thing, guys. This is this is like the year of ProRes RAW, it seems. And and apparently super high frame rates as well, and H.265 as well. So H.265... Give it another year, I think. I don't know. There's, I mean, it's available on all on uh, all the new Panasonic cameras. It's available on uh, the Z cams. It's available on uh, on even like uh, the, the new... Uh, um, the new Canon cameras, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it, there's a lot, that's already a whole bunch of cameras that have it. Mm. That's, that, that's, I could still consider it as the year of H264, H265 as well, you know, because they all have that. Mm. So, I, I will still consider that as this is the year for that too, because we're seeing more cameras have it. So, um, yeah, because like I said, the EOS R5 has H265. For instance, mm-hmm. so I mean, and uh, th- that's the thing, guys. Like with this, this is the year of ProRes RAW. This is the year of H.265. This is the year of, um, basically, what's the third one? <laughs> I lost my train, train of thought. Uh, 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 shit. Anyways, it's all these years of like these kind of cameras that are coming out. That's just like oh it's this is the year of cameras that's below 10,000 you know and it's uh it's especially in the cinema lineups and it's crazy because i never thought it would get to this point you know mm-hmm. i never thought it would be this cheap to get a cinema camera at this point basically anybody can be a cinema uh a cinematographer you know yeah in a sense uh, there will be more people that would like hybrids more because they're videographers. Like for us, we're more cinema guys. 
like we like cinema cameras more because we work with those kind of situations more cinema than videography but we're gonna venture now into uh we're chasing the frame we're adventuring into a little bit a little bit of videography like a little bit just that because of course there's there's more jobs in videography than there is cinematography in most cases so i mean but we'll still be rocking cinema cameras during our videography quest (laughs) oh wait hold on hold on i think we're reading this wrong a little bit i don't know if i i need to i might have to we might have to rephrase this up too with the fx9 so what i'm reading on red shark news right is with the release of the FX9 version 2.0 firmware in October 2020, Atmos will release a firmware update for the Shogun 7 enabling FX9 raw recording. I don't think it's ProRes raw in the FX9. I think it's actually oh, just interesting. raw recording. Oh, so it's a certain type. Okay, but yeah. you still have to get the module still and the automobile. Yeah, yes. And the funny so thing is... Cool but, fix that. But, the, but the funny thing too... Oh, I'm still reading this real quick too. But the funny thing too is like Sony has a proprietary raw module as well. Yeah. So like it's like, well, why buy the Atmos? Like I don't know how much that fucking Sony thing is, but still like I wonder if it's like a cheaper option. Yeah, maybe. But that's still expensive on its own. So I mean it still defeats that purpose. So I mean, there's there's better solutions uh, is probably what we're trying to say. Don't yeah. don't waste your money on that. <laughs> if I were to say, don't waste your money on a lot of stuff until you've seen enough of it mm-hmm. and actually rent it out to try it out first. That's what I would say. Rent out these cameras to see what's best for you, if anything. Um, if but like we're already running pretty high in this uh in in this uh um podcast um this is this has been fun though talking about like these new cameras that was announced it was yeah um i will say john i might have finally decided on my actual camera this time okay i'll believe like actually when I, when no I I'm, I'm, I'm being i'm being honest and this is only because i i realize what my needs are versus my wants mm. right and honestly, I'm just going to settle for an E2C. Do it up. At this point. Because it's very cheap. I can afford it easily. Right? Mm-hmm. And I could just get an uh, an Automus recorder if I do want ProRes RAW. You know? Mm. And I'm going to get I'm gonna get a monitor anyways for it, so I might as well get that, you know, okay, thing. It, and the thing is... It is ProRes RAW. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read a press release, too, while listening to you. I'm not ignoring you. I'm listening, oh, okay. but I was trying to... Make sure we're all cool with our correct data. Uh, with the yeah, I <laughs> yeah. got you. So I apologize. Okay, so it is ProRes Raw. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was yeah, just trying so to. You're out. a Pro ProRes Raw guys. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, like I think I'm gonna settle with the E2C for sure because mm-hmm. I don't need 4K 60 frames. Honestly, yeah, I'm good with 1080p 60 frames. I do want ProRes, like even regular ProRes. You know. I don't mm-hmm. even, it doesn't even matter if it's ProRes Raw. It's a great feature to have, but I'm going to get an Automos anyways for this thing. So ProRes Raw will be available on an E2C as well. Yeah. It's just, it's so affordable. And I've always wanted a cinema camera of my own, you know, an mm-hmm. actual cinema camera. And that's the cinema, that's a cinema camera, you know? Yeah. And it's affordable. And I think that's why I was thinking, you know, I'm going to get an E2C. 
I think I've made my decision because all these other things I don't really need. And if I wanted that 8K R5, I can rent it. Yeah. If I need something with autofocus, I can rent it. If we're going doing chasing the frame, we're eventually going to get our C300 Mark III eventually. Yeah. But we're going to rent the C300 Mark III or the C300 Mark II, uh, depending on the, the things we're doing. If anything, we have rentable stuff. Yeah. It's better to get lights. It's better to get audio. It's better to get all that stuff than the camera that you're trying to get, guys. Um, for a while now, John has heard me like go back and forth for the cameras I want. For a whole fucking is, year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, uh, late the just about a few days ago, I tried my GH4. I even put it in repair and stuff. That's the camera I'm rocking, by the way. The GH4 8-bit is just not cutting it anymore. I'll be honest, 8-bit for the heavy color grading I'm doing doesn't keep up with what I'm able to do, and it breaks apart easily. 8-bit is not meant for heavy color grading. It's great for standard profiles, and it's great for, um, like, if you're just lighting and you don't want to do heavy color grading, and you just want to experiment with whatever lights you have, which is the better way of doing things than when you first start. But we're at a point where John and I are doing more professional work that uses higher quality cameras, higher quality codecs and stuff like that. And the thing is this GH4 is not doing it for me, you know, I can't stick to that. And vlog is not great with eight bit. Now, if you have vlog with 10 bit, which if I got an automos recorder with my GH4, that'd be great. But this GH4 is also uh, becoming old. It's starting to phase out soon, you know, mm-hmm. And with this, with the E2C, it's all this new stuff, and it has internal 10-bit if I wanted it, you know? So basically, I've graduated from what I would say these lower-end cameras um, into... It's still a low-end cinema camera, but it's a cinema camera, you know? Yeah. Which is still higher than any mirrorless camera. It's going to be better than a GH5. It's going to be better than uh, even an, uh, an... an EOS R it's going to be better than a lot of these mirrorless cameras because it's able to do all these extra stuff, you know, Yeah. that only cinema cameras can do. And that's my point. That's so I've, I'm, I'm making it official. I'm definitely getting a new camera and it's going to be the E2C. Nice. And yeah. And I've always wanted a cinema camera as for the autofocus. Like I said, I'll just rent or rent a camera that has autofocus for yeah. the job I'm doing. Put my pricing based on that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, just want to make that announcement. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you, man. I can't wait to finally have one. And then we're going to test it out. Yes. Yes, we are. Because it has that Ethernet feature that we want to try. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, we are we are hitting that two hours and five minutes. Any last thoughts, John? No. I'm tired. No. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to work tomorrow. Yes, I do have work tomorrow. <laughs> uh don't worry i'm always up this late anyways so if anything guys uh this is a monthly podcast we're going to keep doing uh every month it's always going to be like at the next month end of the month like the next the 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 first part of the month yep around there of the of of course we're just backtracking to the last month we're in in this case this is releasing on the 2nd of may we are basically talking about april all of april so Mm -hmm. Just keep that in mind. Um, we are working on making it for video as well uh, for this because we want to do we want we want to make this mainly a video podcast. 
but that's when we started getting like our own camera connection ways of doing things by then yeah um because there's a certain way we're going to do it and uh yeah i mean you probably hear the sound it sounds great um but other than that uh you're going to hear this in monthly so it's going to be along with the the week the weekly uh chasing the frame stuff every so second of the month right didn't we say that in the yeah, earlier? yeah every okay. second of the month yeah so keep that in mind guys so always tune in every second of month we talk about what we like it was not this is just a special camera episode because we kind of we didn't get nab this is our nab <laughs> yeah so um it we will talk more about like the podcast we'll talk about more of our lives what we do and stuff like that or or what's our interest you know it'll be about us because john doesn't get to talk about himself a lot in his in the podcast is always about the guests mm. and you don't hear from me normally uh from on chasing the frame side you mostly will probably hear me on my anime podcast but on here i don't get to talk about cameras and i don't get to talk to john as much you know mm-hmm. And it's just a great way for us to like catch up every every month, you know, to see what's up. Definitely. So thank you guys so much. I was the host of this one for uh, this uh, this month. Uh, next month, you can catch John hosting this. And oh I'll my be gosh. That's not talking as much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll take, we'll take I feel like I'm like putting you on a spot now. <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. You love it. Don't don't lie. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> people ask me like like people at work when i'm like interviewing people they're like i hate being on camera i hate talking i'm like yeah me too i might have a podcast and like, <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> then why are you doing it <laughs> i'm like oh, i just hate talking like, i hate i hate talking i'm like yeah me too i have a podcast or they, they're like i hate my voice it, well it lightens the, it lightens the mood actually when i say that shit too so they, la- they get a good like, laugh out of right. it and right. I go, they go, I hate my voice. I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm on a fucking podcast. I wonder if you ever get that one guy that's like, but why are you doing it though? Because like, I like hearing people. St- I'm like, I just listen. <laughs> Don't fucking ask questions. <laughs> Don't ask the questions. I ask the questions here. <laughs> I ask the questions here. Do you know who uh, I am? But other than that, guys, I hope you like this. Uh, this yes. was a lot of fun for us because we get to talk about like our passions. And it's it's not when we when we do these arguments, guys. It's it's just because we're just passionate about what we love. And what we think it's it's just opinions you know and and uh if anything it, it's up to you what you guys decide especially if you are into cameras like us it's up to you to decide try it out first don't like you could hear us talk about it it's just because we're just technically inclined with these things but overall try it out Boom. do what you will with what the information you get yeah exactly it's your life it's for you <laughs> it's your life but we're just yeah. trying to steer you in the right direction i think yeah, and we're like, just trying like to let you guys be <laughs> like parents. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just parents that's trying to keep you informed and let you into this world full of craziness. Well, actually, I want to be a cool uncle instead. Can I just be a cool uncle? Can we just be cool uncles? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, anyways, guys, thank you guys for watching this podcast. Thank I you guys am again. Mark, and I'm John, and this is the this was the CT the. Chasing the Frame vlogcast. Yes. Episode. Yes, yes, yes. On All to right. the next month. See, See you. See you next month.